Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. It is me. I'm back, having sunned myself in beautiful Florida. It's episode 144 for September the 1st, 2014. And as joining me as always is Alan. Hello, Alan. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad. At least my tankini mark hasn't uh, burnt in like yours. Oh, don't ask. Don't talk about that. I've actually got a really silly tan, but I'll talk about it in a bit. Uh, and hello to you, Chris. Hello. How are you? Chris has finally made it home. Uh, took him two <laughs> weeks so to get back from Florida or whatever it was. From Florida? That yeah, was definitely Florida. I'm yeah, sure definitely. it was. Yeah, it's, it's however, two weeks or whatever. Uh, he yeah. got delayed, didn't he? Oh, we're talking about that later yeah. anyway. I'm flaking all over. Oh, yeah. That's not You're good. Peeling. I seem to have been all right. Even on my arms. Oh. I seem to have survived. I do have a V-shaped tan line on my feet, though, because I literally lived in, in my, my sketch of sandals for two weeks. I've still got my holes <laughs> on my feet with my Crocs. Oh, yeah. Sketch of sandals. That sounds cool. I know. I've got some sketch of sandals. I've had them for about eight years. They've got no grip on them whatsoever, but they're the comfiest sandals I've ever bought. So I refuse to throw them away. Um, but I've got a V-shaped white line on my feet from where uh, I just wore the same shoes constantly for the whole trip. So, uh, yeah. a little bit silly. The men's version or the female version? Well, the men's version, of course. And I've just got loads of brown dots on my feet from the Crocs. <laughs> it is quite funny. <laughs> you had the Crocs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you It's great suntan marks. Uh, well, anyway, it's the first show back uh, since we've been on our trips to uh, to Florida, um, and we've got some uh, great stuff again for you tonight. Uh, we've got uh, the news and closures. Uh, is that just the way you've written that, Alan? Makes it sound like we've got some unfinished business. Yeah, yeah uh, we've got, we've got a bit of closure. Have closure. Uh, we've got the news and closures, and then um, Alan's going to sort of talk us through our holidays, basically our Chris and Adam summer vacations, as he said, yeah. uh, because. Um, he wants to know everything and, and punish himself for not coming with us, basically. And, um, and um, we have got one thing to say, haven't we? What's We've that? just discovered off air. Go on. The, the, uh, we've booked the same holiday. Oh, yeah, for, for Easter next year. <laughs> when when you say we? Well, uh, Chris and myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and when I filled the form in, I didn't put your name down, I'm afraid, Adam. <laughs> no, we've, we've both done it and unbeknown to each other. Actually, go the same day. Yes. Come back different days, but different, go on the same day. Airport, but yeah. It's just and Alan's so not coming again. <laughs> no. Oh, and also, I, I do have something to say, and I need to make this very clear. Um, I have been nominated five times now <laughs> to do the Ice <laughs> Bucket Challenge. You got, you got the hint. Uh, I've paid my five pound donation. I have done it, but I've got uh, having gone back to school this week. Um, I've been so busy. I've not had a chance to do it yet. I am going to do it. I promise, I'll do it just haven't had a chance yet but it will that's happen that's the ice bucket challenge you're talking about yeah the ice bucket challenge yeah 
Yeah. The I've only said. bit that you didn't mention there. Oh, did I not? I thought <laughs> I never, never said that. You know, in my head, you'd be I nominated said, I and you're going to do it. Yeah, I, in my head, I said Ice Bucket Challenge, clearly not out loud, which isn't great <laughs> for radio. But there you go. So yes, I've I've been nominated on five occasions for the Ice Bucket Challenge. Um, so I will I will do it, and I will get it up on video and and stuff. I promise I will do that. Um, that's me, me, me and Chris have done it. I know you've yeah, done yours. Done it. Uh, well, well was in the paper. I've been nominated by so many people. Um, Craig Duncan nominated me. Alan, I think, did you nominate me? Yeah, I nominated yeah. you. Um, some uh, two of my cousins nominated me. A uh, guy from work nominated me. Uh, oh, and um, uh, another somebody else has not actually. I've had six nominations. Seven nominations, actually. I'm I really lie. concerned that your count is that bad and you work <laughs> at school. No, I just <laughs> forgot how many people I had nominated. Even I can do up to ten with my fingers. Well, there you go. So I've had seven nominations. So, yeah, it is about time I, I did that. So I will get around to that, I promise. Good stuff. Right, you've so anyway. You've got to into it. But anyway, I think, obviously, there's, there's been a lot of battles and forwards on the Icebook Challenge. People are sort of quite pro it and people are against it. Yeah. And oh, what about the war in Africa? I've got to say, well, I was going to send about... a bucket. To, I was going to send a bucket to Africa, but then I dropped it in the front door. Didn't make it that far. Oh, I, I, I think it's my my personal opinion. I think it's a it's a good thing that's raising awareness for it. I think yeah, I think it is I because yeah. it doesn't doesn't matter. You know, okay, people live in America doing it for the ALS. We're doing it for motor neuron disease or um, McMillan. McMillan's got involved. And they've sort of joined onto the thing and they're doing it for cancer and whatever it is, it's about raising awareness for a charity. It doesn't yeah. doesn't really matter what it is. But I think without the Sykes Bucket Challenge, it wouldn't have been that many people that are getting involved. And Shops are selling that voice, aren't they? And from what I understand, uh, if I'm right thinking this, there's been something like forty two million pounds raised in the past month for charities through the Ice Bucket Challenge. Yeah. And that's probably I mean, so I probably wouldn't have donated what what I donated. Yeah. Because because of the challenge, you do it, don't you? Yeah, you do. So that I, puts I've, it to yeah, your mind. I've done the donating bit, just not the actual challenge. But you know, we'll get that. I think when it originally started off, the idea was that you did the ice bucket as a forfeit for not paying the money. That's right. right yeah. Okay. But I think the way that we've most well, I'll say a lot of people have gone about it then, is that they're doing the challenge. And donating money. Yes. If not, there's a lot of type people on Facebook. I might start deleting. <laughs> 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 and uh, I think they also said that Tesco was donating the profits from any ice sales. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's Fair it's, it's it's all good. It is all good. Right, should we do some news? Disney stuff, you mean? Disney stuff. Yeah, Let's yeah. do some Disney stuff. Okay. Instead of real life. <laughs> it's time for Disney news. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Zazu. Checking in with the morning report. Fire away. Okay, it's time for the Disney news. It is the three by three. So, what are our three pieces of news this week, Alan? Disney may start droning on. Nice, Chris. A wicked takeover of Cinderella's castle. And there will be Mo rocking Mo more. <laughs> That's terrible. Don't laugh. It's serious. It is serious. Sorry, it's not funny. Alan, what's going on? Um. Right. Okay. 
Disney filed some patents for some drone-related aerial vehicles. Okay. Now, the, the idea is, I don't know if you've seen this in the news recently. Yes. Yeah. Um, they've, they've created a patent, which is going to be that you've got some pre-programmed aerial acrobatic, like remote control yeah. helicopter things that are going to either carry projections, uh, projectors even, illuminated pixels, which is like a LED square. Yeah. Or carry um, strings to anchor puppets, like a marionette. Okay. So ba basically what the plans are, Disney have got these ideas that they're going to try and enhance the nighttime shows. The concept plans are on the patent application. Look across, like, like a cross-shaped body of an aeroplane mm -hmm. or a helicopter, and each arm has got propellers on it. Right. Right, yeah. I've just realised that I should actually start reading this instead of just uh, looking at the words and just saying yes, things. Sir. Right, okay. So you've got four helicopter propellers on a cross-shaped vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is going to have enough power to be able to lift either LED, little tiny LED screens, um, little projectors, uh -huh. or these puppets. However. Yeah. Right. I don't know if you've ever had a remote control vehicle before. Yes. Have yeah. you ever had a remote control helicopter, even? Yeah. Uh, I, no. But I've, I have had a go at one, yeah. When you were flying it, did you notice how it sort of bobbed around quite a bit? Yeah. Yeah. And have you ever hit into a tree or a clashed with something else before oh, yeah. with it? It was eaten by a dog. Come on, yeah. come on just spit it out, Ron. What are you trying to say? What I'm going to say is that if these got all these remote control flying things yeah. or vehicles if the wind gust hit one of them and blew it into another one are these things just going to drop out the sky no because I think they're quite sophisticated drones yeah uh, they're a bit different yeah, now from what we buy from Maplin yeah it's not it's not costing 50 quid from Toys R Us well, I think uh, you'd just be more than a button to go up and down well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know there was, there was the pictures on this the expensive ones are pretty good aren't they? I know somebody's yeah, got yeah. one with three propellers on, not four, for an iPad. And um, you control it from the Amazon, iPad that's got a video on and it Amazon works well. We're uh, looking at this idea of using it for drones for deliveries and things like this at one point. So they must be fairly sophisticated. Well, let's face it, we managed to bomb Iraq by using them. Did we? <laughs> was that official? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> not quite oh, the same. I shouldn't have said that. No, we I didn't. I swore the secret by George the other day. George pushed me and nipped round. Oh. Was he stuck at the airport as well? Yeah, he's stuck there as well. Yeah, he couldn't <laughs> use his pages either. Well, the, the, if you, have you seen the patent application, by the way? I had a, a quick look at it, yeah. I did and it is, it is literally it. like, well, looks like something that I could buy from Firebox on the picture. Yeah. I know that might be just <laughs> sort of explaining the, a concept. It may not be the actual flying machine. Yeah. My other thing is the noise of these aerial things... No, they're near on silent. The good ones that made up polystyrene are near on silent. You yeah. can't even hear them. Yeah. Right, okay, so it's not going to sound like a petrol... No, no. Well, don't forget, unless they've got a petrol engine on, obviously, but I doubt they would have. Don't forget you're going to have the music blaring out of the speakers on... Major 10 up to 11. So, yeah, 10 up to 11. So, um... Your eardrums will be bleeding, but you wouldn't hear the drones. Yeah, that's true. But, uh... I, th I think it's, it sounds like a good idea. One of the... Another concept image that they had was, um... You know the scene in Tangled when the, the lights are sort of floating up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They'll be able to do that. 
You can do that anyway. Do those things from Poundland. Oh, yeah, they won't burn people's houses. They're home, a nightmare, but... <laughs> they are. That would be even better. Um, just get one as, as you walk in for free. Just light it whenever you want. My other thought as well was, can they not create the flying dragon-like creatures from Avatar using these things? Well, you know the... Can you remember, was it a couple of years ago when they had the a dragon that flew over Fantasyland? Yes. yes. I think it only ever happened once. It did, yeah. First it was in, that. It was about three or four months of build-up to it, and then it happened once. Well, the guy who was in the patent application for that is also in the patent application for this. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. So we didn't get the sack over that then? No. <laughs> no. I think it's all right. But also in Disneyland um, California, they've had flying objects before in, in the shows. Um, I can't remember what the name, name of the guy in um, Nightmare Before Christmas, not Jack Skeleton, the little dog. Yeah. What's he called? Um, Zero. Zero. There was, there was one scene where he's sort of flying around. I've got no idea how it was controlled because I didn't see any vehicles there. And I'm guessing it was, was yeah, the before the concept of drones was involved. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, we'll see what the developments are with that and see what happens with it. I don't know. Uh, Avatar may be the thing for it. Yeah, I think it probably will be. Mm, yeah. Uh, Chris, let's head over to you. Uh, what's going on then with all these, these villain stuff? Mm, well, so uh, Lady Therene and the uh, villainous friends are going to take over Cinderella's Castle. It's a new hard ticket event that's going to cost $99 each plus tax. Yeah. And also, you can have to have admission to the old uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Uh-huh. Um, and you get to see the villains. Uh, you go in the castle, there'll be a live piano player instead of a dead one. <laughs> the dead ones are more entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Well, like a few haunted solos Alan's put on the old release. <laughs> um, guests will also receive, receive for the money um, preferred viewing of the uh, Boohoo Parade. Boo to um, you as well. Well, mate. <laughs> and a preferred view of the happy um, Hallowishes fireworks. There'll also be desserts there, so uh, sounds good to me. Um, and especially um, non-alcoholic drinks will be available as well. Yeah, and, big thing here, you will receive an autograph card and a Maleficent dragon cup. A who? Maleficent. Maleficent. Okay. Yeah, that's the one, that old bird. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Do you think that's leftovers from the... Um... Cinema release. Well, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. It seems a lot of money. Well, Alan's put all the dates on there, but basically, it's most Halloween horror nights. No, well, that's, a, that's yeah, a different that's park. park. <laughs> well, the bit which I'm going to sort of highlight on it anyway. Yeah. It means you're going to skim over the dates, but it is one of the dates. Is that it's going to be taking place at both 10:15 p.m. and 11:45 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Two sittings, unlike Frozen, that was only one. Yeah. So for the dessert party, there's going to be two sittings, and I'm guessing you've probably got a maximum of an hour and a half, an hour. Yeah. For me... It's $99. It's a lot of money. $59 was fairly expensive for Frozen. It's $99 plus your ticket for Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yeah. Um, I I do worry about this because of recent events at Walt Disney World. Um, Obviously with Frozen... I spoke to a few people who got who'd had the package uh, while we yeah. were there, and some people said, "Yeah, really well worth it. Really enjoyed it." Other people went, "Waste of money. Don't know why I bothered." Um, it seemed it was interesting that the people had young children, particularly young girls, 
were saying how brilliant it was, how it was well worth the money, how fantastic it was. And it was the adults who didn't have children went, I can't be a waste of my money. It was a complete waste of money. But then also we've got the Villains Unleashed that happened on the 23rd, was it? Yeah. Um, I was gutted that I was missing this because we were on the cruise. But from what happened with regards to the kids, you know, up to three and a half hour queues for some of the characters. Didn't go too uh, well, did they it? didn't go too well. People were asking for refunds. Disney basically gave people money back, some people money back, or offered them tickets for the not-so-scary Halloween party. But it sounds like they well and truly oversold the event. Um, not only were they selling tickets in advance, but they were still selling tickets on the door. And you had all of these characters around that didn't have... There was just wasn't enough demand for the amount of people they'd let into the park. And, you know, three and a half hours to meet a character is just ridiculous. Um, yep. So it sounds like it was a really poor, poorly organised event, uh, and it needed. A lot of people basically said it needed to be spread out over several nights, so that not everybody came on in one night. There needed to be more organised meet and greets because you had some characters who were wandering around, and people weren't quite sure what was going on with them. You didn't have enough organised meet and greets, which meant there was a massive queue. There was limited merchandise, limited food and drink available, and it just—it sounds like that Disney didn't quite think it through. And the problem is you've got one villains event and now all of a sudden after that <laughs> what was basically a cock up really, Disney are now saying, now you can pay twice as much to come to our next villains event, which is part of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. And I think there's a lot of people who are saying, Do you know what? I'm really wary of this. I'm not quite sure whether or not just, this is going to be it's worth just it. It's just too much. It's hundred dollars. Because how much is Mickey's uh, Not So Scary Halloween Party? Uh, it's anywhere from yeah, anywhere from sort of fifty something to up to seventy something, I believe. So, so most people who go to these events have already got a fourteen day pass or something like that. Yeah. Which they pay for, they then can't use that. So then pay to go back in the yep. park. Yeah. And then they pay. Gosh. So we're looking at one hundred and fifty plus dollars easily. You've got a family of four. Yeah. Yeah. There's six hundred. And you're looking at $99 plus tax. So you're looking at about 100 and something. It's about $110 roughly. Um, so in, in English money, that's... What is it? 75, 80 pounds? Something like that. Um, yeah. It's, it's, no, actually, it's quite that much. But I didn't mean to sound so Geordie there, but... 60, it is. It's about 66 pounds. So 66 pounds for you to go up to Cinderella's Royal Table... Uh, see Lady Tremaine, uh, listen to a, a live piano player, uh, receive preferential viewing for Boo to You and Hallowishes and the desserts and an autograph card. Now, the autograph card is lovely, right? But to put it into perspective, I have to say thank you to Chris Moore, who works on the Disney Dream. Um, when I arrived at my room, when we got on board, uh, he'd arranged for an autograph card to be sent to our room which was signed by all the characters who are on the ship, which I have to say a massive thank you to him for. Thank you very much. But they're charging a fortune for that, and actually that's something that's so easily produced. Yeah. Um, and then a Maleficent Dragon Cup. There seems to be... But you get an hour's worth of desserts. Well, yeah, but still. You'd be better off going to Ohana and yeah. filling your belly full. You wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't, see me, you wouldn't see me paying that sort of money. I think it's silly. But hey... Um, enough that. It's absolutely crazy, and, and but the other the other thing is, Disney seemed to be doing a bit more of this hard ticketed event yeah. thing, because also we had one at the Animal Kingdom, yeah, which I, uh, I believe was fantastic. Uh, there was yeah. a lot more to that though. Uh, that was a special ticketed event. It wasn't like this where it's you can go anyway. 
Yeah. Uh, that was a special event, uh, and I've not heard a bad thing about that, to be honest. I wanted to go, but I, I just couldn't afford it in the end. Maybe it's, maybe it's the test in the water to see if people will spend the money to go to a special event to then spend the money to have special events at the special events. Yeah, and I think they're going to get a, a, a poor sort of outcome because of what happened with Villains Unleashed. I don't know. I mean, look at Frozen package. Sold out in days, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Uh, but so there's uh, people uh, out there with money that are willing to do but it. But I think, again, with that Frozen package, people went mad for it because it was Frozen. And I think if it hadn't have sold out straight away... I'd be interested to have seen whether or not, after people had started to report back on what they got, whether or not it would continue to have sold as well. Do you, do you know what you should do? What? You should ring up to see if there's any of these tickets available, see if it's selling out. Yeah, there will be. There's no way it's going to be selling out. I'm not ringing this time after last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not happening this time. Um, Everyone can understand why I was ringing from the... Um, uh, what's that? Monorail, could she? No. <laughs> Big summer blowout. Yeah, she didn't understand that at all. Um, okay, let's move on then, because uh, we could be on that forever. Let's talk about another very controversial change that's coming. It's over at Epcot, and Disney have officially announced that there's a load of musical acts and performing acts that are disappearing from Epcot. Uh, as of the 27th of September, Mo Rockin' in Morocco, Off Kilter in Canada, and the Five and Drum Court in the American Adventure will be leaving. The World Showcase players will also be leaving on the 25th of September. These changes are apparently to rejuvenate Epcot's entertainment. Uh, Off Kilter will be replaced by some sort of lumberjack-inspired show. Mo Rockin' are going to be replaced by a Berber music and dance troupe, and the Celtic folk music band will appear in the UK, and a flag-waving performance is coming to Italy. Um, I don't think necessarily people are so upset about the Fife and Drum Corps, not necessarily as much about Mo Rocking, but it seems to be off-kilter. Hang on, have you seen Mo Rocking? Yeah, I have, and they're all right. I'm not on about the rest of them, I'm on about her. Oh, her, okay. But, um... But off-kilter is the one that seems to be... It seems to have had a bit of a Mr. Toe's Wild Ride reaction. Yeah. Um, there's actually... People have been sending emails and letters to the Disney company. There is a uh, Facebook group, Save Off-Kilter, uh, which is which has appeared. Um, and that is the one, out of all of them, it's the one I don't get. I haven't seen any of them. You haven't seen any of them? No. I saw the Beatle band there once. That's well, they're it. still there. The British Revolution is still around. Um, I really like Off Kilter. And the reason I like Off Kilter is that it, it, because of how kind of different they are. So it's men in skirts. It's men in skirts. They're not quite as men in skirts. Um, but I do like Off Kilter. I do think they're really entertaining to listen to. Um, I do think they play some really good stuff. Uh, if, go on. If I was going to say, and, and this is... Potentially controversial because Off Killer have got such a fan following. Yeah. They are very loud. Trying to sound someone else's podcast. They are. And also, they can be heard from a lot further around than just Canada. That is true. So, you could be potentially halfway around the world showcase and you can still hear them. But it's the same with things like Mo Rockin' as well. You can hear them from a good way off. To be fair, I've, I've never seen Mo Rockin. I've only seen them on the internet. Um, and they're not getting rid of that Japanese drumming thing? Um, no, they're staying. If you want to, for those people who don't know what I've killed to a like, uh, here we go, let me just play you a bit. This is them. They're kind of like Celtic Sounds rock. Scottish. Yeah, where is it a little bit? 
that's that's off kilter. So it's kind of a mixture of, of the two, really. But off, I like them. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking there, because it's quite Celtic sounding. Yeah. Could they be just uh, renaming and going to the UK? I think if they were, they'd have said something by now. It, it is sad that they're going. Don't get us wrong. I mean, it's nice that they're making space for Brian Adams in Canada, isn't it? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? I... What's this Lumberjacks show going to be? I don't know, and I don't think it's going to go down that, that well, is it? I don't... I, the thing is, I think what we have to take into consideration, because I've been thinking about this a lot, um, that really? when Off Kilter and Mo Rockin and that lot came in, I think there was a bit of an uproar over the, the group that left last time. And that people were like, oh, I can't believe they're changing it at Epcot. I can't believe we're getting rid of who was there before. And, you know, and then Off Kilter came in and everyone went, oh, actually, do you know what? Off Kilter aren't that bad. They're actually really good. We quite like them. Become a bit of a, a well-known sort of group within Epcot. Now, yeah. as much as we want to down the fact that Off Kilter are going, we want to save them, we want Mo Rock and we want this, we want that. I, there's nothing to say that the people who are coming in aren't going to be as good, if not better. You know, we don't know that. Um... So, as much as I'm annoyed off kilter going, I'm quite open-minded in the sense that what coming could, you know, blow everybody's mind, could actually be better. Um, but I don't hey, know. Disney have got to got to keep sort of moving forward. If they if they didn't move forward, they're gonna like go back in time. Really, everything's gonna be as a his, like a historic tribute. Yeah. And they they pull down rides and they put new rides there to to move things forward. I can't remember what was. Was it Horizons before Mission Space? Uh, yes, it was, yeah. I'm not saying one's better than the other, but obviously they've moved forward on a new style of attraction. I think Horizons was Omnimover, probably. I think part of the issue and part of the worry is some of the things that have happened recently with changes and stuff like that. Um, test track change. You know, There's arguments that it's not as good as the original. The, the issues recently with some of the events that have gone on, I think the problems that are happening at Downtown Disney at the minute, there's been a lot of negative stuff with changes yeah. that have happened, and I think people have now seen this and gone, Disney are out of control, what is going on here? Nobody nobody knows what's happening, they're destroying the place. Um, there's also the rumours of things like free parking going for annual pass holders and all this sort of stuff. I think yeah. there's so much going on at the minute that's, that's causing animosity that this has just added to it, and people are going, yeah. this is going to be just jumping on it, aren't yeah. they? So... I don't know. I, I do reserve judgment until until it happens and see what it's like. Well, one thing I would say, I would like to see Disney finish some projects before they start any more. Yeah, there is that. There is a lot of unfinished um, stuff going on at the moment. That is true. Like, I know you guys have just been on your holidays. And for me, I, d I didn't want to go this year because I'm too poor. No. You liar. There's, you there's, there's, go? there's a lot of construction going on. There is a lot of construction going on. Yeah. And if when you see photos of the, the hub area in front of the castle... Yeah. It seems to be like a building site. Yes. That's exaggerated. It's only to the left. It's not that bad. There is a lot of building going on. Um, and then uh, they're about on. to do the same over at Animal Kingdom for this. They new... already have. That's already started. That's well underway. You can't even sit, take a foot of the tree without a crane or a. I fence must admit. In the way. Was... Downtown Disney's probably the same. We don't even talk about Downtown Disney. Get, um, okay. And going. then what they're doing to Hollywood Studios. Hollywood they're, Studios. They're about is... to close down Indiana Jones and. Mm, yeah. Well, American, American Idol experience is definitely it's, going. It's gone. Uh, they took all the signs, everything away. Uh, what for? American Idol. When did that happen? Uh, yesterday. Oh. But it was completely stripped out. You wouldn't know it's ever been there. I missed that. I so, 
Um, How long before that's flattened and? I, must, I, I don't. I don't know whether flatten it. It's a big. It's a big old building. Whether they'll just reuse it. I must admit, it is this time. I've noticed how, just how much construction there is. And bearing in mind the last time I went, they were building New Fantasyland. Um, yeah. There was a lot of construction walls around. It didn't take anything away from it, don't get me wrong. Yes, there are construction walls around the, the, the hub, and there's a lot of that going on, but it doesn't necessarily detract that much. Um, and it just looked like they're working very hard, and it's going to be spectacular so when it's finished. You know what's something different for me. I know it's a lot of construction walls. Yeah. I didn't know it was much construction. Yeah, fair point. There's a lot of walls up, but I didn't, you know, you can always see over these walls in most places. I didn't see any work going on. No, that is a fair point. Just no, walls everywhere. They need to focus and finish and then move on. And then I suppose the other thing is Avatar Land. That'll be a huge project. Oh, it's, they're doing so but much But that's potentially yeah, that's that's hidden done. everyone, really, isn't it? Yeah. You can see all the cranes that are already there. Yeah. They're well underway with that. Um, but, but we'll talk more about that in the next section. We will, yeah, we'll talk more about it as we go. Yeah, so, uh, let's go to... Uh, it's time for closure. Uh, <laughs> so, September 1st to 14th, this is what's going on. The monorail's starting January 21st. That's wrong. Why, January the 14th. Why, why are we talking so, about that? What's that in? Get rid of that. Right, Magic Kingdom. Astro Orbiter is closed until September the 19th. Phil and Magic's closed from the 8th to the 19th of September. The Yankee Trader is due to reopen on the 30th of September and the Central Plaza Hub area work will be completed in 2015. Animal Kingdom, uh, part of Pangani Forest Exploration Trail is closing for refurb September 3rd to mid-November and Downtown Disney, parking lots HIJK are well under construction because we helped while we were over there but they're yeah, still closed off. in preparation for the new multi-story car park. Entrance 4 is now permanently closed. It's more closures in the car parking. Yes, um, I'd just like to add about the monorails as well. Um, it seems to be that they're not running monorails in the mornings. Not when, before 8.30. Not before 8.30. So if you want to go for a rope drop, it's either a ferry or a bus. Yes, it is at the moment. Uh, the ferries are fairly regular and do fit about 600-odd people on yeah. it at once. But, um, the uh, yeah, if you want to get a monorail, you're struggling before 8.30 in the morning at the minute. It, it is a quick random story for you. Mm. First time I went to Florida, we, we drove... From, not from Newcastle, that was a bit too far. Sorry. How did that take? <laughs> Woo. We, we, yeah, we were stopping at Cocoa Beach and we drove several hours to get to Disney World, parked up, got on the boat to yeah. cross the river and all that. Fantastic. Then the, the next time we went, we stopped in a Disney hotel. Yeah. Got on the bus, got to the Magic Kingdom, and the first thing we did was we queued up to get on the boat to cross the lake. <laughs> oh, that's what I remember. We remember going across in the river on the on the boat. <laughs> They realise you're the wrong end. Yeah. You go to the transportation ticket centre. Brilliant. <laughs> Did uh, you know it was a bit quieter on the way you were going than the other way? Well, we thought we, we, we knew people didn't know what they were doing then, you see. Uh, Alan, what's closed at, at Disneyland Paris? What's closed at Disneyland, Disneyland Paris? Park. <laughs> the whole park? No. It's actually not that much closed. No, it's amazing. Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be closed from the 1st to the 12th of September. River Oak Keel Boats is going to be closed this month. Yeah. First of the thirtieth, and that is pretty That's much it. Apart from so. Captain Neo, which will be going to be opened and closed at random times, and probably Casey Junior when they can be bothered. There you go. Right, that's all of it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to talk uh, afterwards a little bit about uh, our summer experiences over in Orlando. We should be back in a second. Hey, I have the best kept Disney World and Universal Studios vacation secret. 
Did you know that anyone can run a sweet ride and truly get around fast with your pass inside the theme parks? Mom, tell them. Well, Scooter Vacations makes it fun all day long. You or someone you love deserves the best way to see everything. So why not relax and enjoy a true express ride with your pass? Scooter Vacations can arrange it and even deliver it to you. Get around the fun way? Have as much fun getting from ride to ride as being on the ride. They fit on buses, boats, and monorails, and some can fit in a car trunk. Upgrade your experience and scoot everywhere. Contact Scooter Vacations at 1-855-WDW-SCOOT. That's 1-855-WDW-SCOOT. Or on the web at scootorlando.com. That's S-C-O-O-T Orlando.com. S-C-O-O-T Orlando.com. For the past 10 years, Orlando attraction tickets have been providing the UK with cheap Disney tickets for Walt Disney World and the surrounding Orlando attractions. With a low deposit scheme of just £10 per person, you can book your tickets in advance knowing you're in good hands. Orlando Attraction Tickets are the only ticket company to allow you to pay your balance off in instalments online and with no credit or debit card fees, free UK sign for delivery and you are fed FastPass Plus enabled tickets now shipping. There is no other choice for your Orlando ticketing needs than Orlando Attraction Tickets. Visit www.orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk or call 0845 226 8523. That's orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk or call 0845 no one's here right now to take your call, so <laughs> call back later or leave a message. Even better. <laughs> right then, it's uh, time to talk about summer vacations. And, Is that uh, that off-kilter? That's a bit of off-kilter, yeah. There you go. Um, Alan wanted to... Uh, uh, this is kind of down to Alan, really. He wanted to talk about stuff, about what we did while we were away. So, yeah, it says here in the script. Pass the Alan says. I think what he wanted to do was try and wind us up the fact that he's going to get going next year. Yeah, and now we've... But, we've but the fact is we're now booked at <laughs> the same time. Uh, <laughs> we've got the upper hand again. We have. Oh, I'm not bothered. Are you coming? Oh, are you coming home or not? Yeah, I'll probably come to Florida. Maybe about two months after you've left. Okay. Gone twice, twice before you like. Anyway, Alan, go on. Once last year, once this year. Yeah. I can't, can't believe it. Not can I? But I found out that he's got the same time. (laughs) Anyway, it's it's just so wrong. You want to be lovers? Think you are. Go on. What what you want to know? Get a DVC together or something. Yeah. Anyway, what do you want to know about our holiday? Nothing. I don't want to know a single thing about it. Can't be bothered with yous. Rained every day. It's disgraceful. Boring. Good. Disney wasn't even open. It was rubbish. It was rubbish. It was rubbish. Hated it. Right, okay. Now, before you went away, 
you talked about your plans for your holidays. You yes. talked about what you were potentially going to do. And I thought, well, it'd be good to catch up on you when you came back to find out what you actually did do, what was your experiences. Obviously, one of the things you, you think about before you go is, oh, I'm going to do this. It's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. When you get there, it's absolutely rubbish. And, yeah, and I thought, well, you can share all that. Yeah. And the both of you did two different styles of holiday. Yep. Yep. Adam went DVC because he's a DVC member, you know. Oh, yeah. I went tight. Chris went budget hold- holiday. Yep. Then I had to upgrade it a little bit. That's it. Only a little bit. Only 60 quid's worth. Yeah. So let, let, let's let's talk hotels first, okay? So we'll start off with Chris. Right, Where did I you stayed, go? I stayed in the Holiday Inn near Universal. That's, that's the official name of it. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is a seven-story, uh, no, sorry, a ten-story hotel, indoor corridors, um, fairly big rooms, own pool, and a TGI is attached to it near Orlando. Sorry, near Universal, believe it or not. Okay. The Trade Description Act won't be wrong there. Um, um, and you moved over to that one because you heard... I, I booked another one that looked good, had a good water park at it, um, but it seemed to be that as soon as I booked it for the next six months... The reviews got worse and worse and worse, so I didn't want to risk it. Did you, Did you go to visit it? No, no, because I thought if I visit it and it's lush, I'll be really upset. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. <laughs> so in my head, that was rubbish. <laughs> Good stuff. And the whole in was absolutely fine. Yeah, perfect. Uh, really suit our needs. Clean, fresh, couldn't fault it. And as I said, I stay there again. We are staying there again. So shows it was all right. Excellent. Adam, what was your accommodation like? Uh, we were at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. We were at Kadani Village rather than Jumbo House uh, in a studio apartment. Uh, really lovely, honestly. Um, really enjoyed staying there. It was. It, beca- it, it, it kind of became a bit blasé with the old animals because you'd look out the window and there'd be a giraffe there or there'd be this there and there'd be this there and you'd kind of you be walking out to the parks and go, oh, look, giraffe. Um, I did uh, get to enjoy the lovely fire pit uh, one morning, um, so I, I, I'm not a great sleeper anyway. So I was up nice and early, five a.m. I was awake on the first morning, and I think I put on Facebook. Can't believe I'm awake this early. Yeah, so I think I was up as well. Um, so Alan uh, replied with, "Why don't you go and take some photos of the animals as, as the sun comes up?" And I thought, Do you know what? It's a brilliant idea. My blackout blinds. I thought I can't see outside. I quietly crept out, picked up my camera, put some clothes on, went down to reception. Still dark. Um, yeah. So I didn't get any photos of any animals waking up because the sun wasn't coming up till gone seven o'clock. Good news though, that time in the morning there is free coffee in, in the lobby. And don't forget the animals do wake up in their cages. They do. That's true. No. Um, so uh, I didn't get a chance to see it, but uh, it, the, the place is lovely. Uh, I think if we were, well, we are going again. Um, we're going to stay at Jumbo House this time. My problem with Kadani is it's just a little bit out of the way. It's really quiet, but it's not near the main restaurants. It's not near the food court and those sort of things they do have a little shuttle that runs you between the two but jumbo i think for me is is a better location of the two but can't fault the hotel uh can't fault the staff uh they were fantastic in there all the cast members were brilliant uh, and the dvc worked out really well yep the Lovely. um so my, my comment about sort of going to see the animals first thing in the morning yeah um was when we did it years ago it's First thing in the morning is when they sort of scrape out all the poop out of the uh, flamingo pits and right. I don't know what you'd call it, flamingo ponds, or they're going out putting the the food into the sort of feeding areas. Yeah, and 
at that time of the morning, it's one of the few times that you get to see people actually working. Yeah, it was it was still too early for that. You just couldn't yeah. see. <laughs> it was just dark. It gets lit, light quite quickly though. Yeah, it? it was it wasn't for another couple of hours though. And I was like, right, I'm not seeing a reception for two hours to take photos of the sun coming up, so I just didn't. Excellent. Um, so you've also did you both have cars? Yes. Yes. Which companies did you go with? Uh, Alamo. We were with Avis through British Airways. And Alamo, Disney, Alamo Brits, I booked. So, what was your experience there, Chris? Um, well, everyone kept saying, like, at, at Sanford, slipping $5 as you walk out and thank them for his help in a lot, Granger. He sure did. Fabulous. So, we went from a mid size to a full size uh, 4x4. There you go. Which had a reverse camera on, which I'm not keen on. Because <laughs> <laughs> when, when you're used to um, sensors, I had some very close, quick, sharp breaks. <laughs> <laughs> We were, Avis were really good. We just turned up uh, straight there, no queue, um, and then straight out. Yeah, I had no hard sell, I've got to say that. Yeah, no, we didn't either. Um, so you didn't have to get the, all the, the whole, would you like the premium insurance yeah, or no. whatever? How many suitcases, no, what really car good. did you come to the airport with? None of that, no. Uh, it was dead easy because we are, well, it sounds posh, executive club members of BA. It's a free club. Um, then... It was no problems adding second driver on. Uh, we didn't actually come back in the car. Harry was desperate to go on Magical Express. Um, so my parents drove the car and we came back on Magical Express to the hotel. So what do you think about Magical Express? Oh, I really like Magical Express. The, the coaches are really well done and really well looked after. And you get that video as you come in uh, that you get to watch. So it adds that little bit of excitement. Uh, and that sort of time of night as well, because British time, it was like 2 a.m., uh, you had a chance to sort of relax and not have to worry about driving through through Orlando late at night. Um, a quick one, though. Adam mentioned his parents there. I'd met his parents a few times over there. Um, and his dad think Adam is as sad as we all think he is as yeah, well. Yeah, it's true. My dad does think I'm an absolute sad, though. It's true. He couldn't wait to tell me how sad he was. <laughs> it was one of the first things he said to you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do you know how sad he is? It's, it's not that he's sad. It's just that you're, you're passionate. That's right. About nerdy things. Yeah. Um. So, would you, would you say, is it is it worth going to Magical Express over using your car, or, um, or would you say that a car is better? We don't have a choice. If you if you need to pick a car from the airport, you have to go with the car. Uh, yeah. If we weren't going outside of Disney, I wouldn't have bothered with a car. But because we went out and did a few bits and pieces, and actually ate out of Disney more than we ate in Disney, I think uh, a lot of the time. Perkins most of the time. Uh, is it? <laughs> Perkins twice, I think. Um, because we tried to go out and eat and we went to supermarkets and things like that. I did pay to have the car with us. Uh, and I did use the car on a few occasions to go to the parks and things, which I'll, I'll talk about in a bit. But, um, but yeah, no, it's fine. Good stuff. The um, other thing I want to sort of pick up on is tipping. Mm. If, from, from getting from the airport to the hotel, yeah. Mm. Yeah. how much tipping did you do? Just, just the uh, bloke in the car hire. That was it. And, uh, and you, that was just the favour backhander. Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't give anything really between there and back. Wow. Well, it who, must be who, just me then. Yeah, it's just you. Well, who are you tipping? You're not tipping the people at the tolls, are you? Oh, I've, <laughs> no, I've, 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 read, I've read yeah. books. Right, these books say that you've got to give all these different people money. So, 
every time that someone even looks at your suitcase, there's a dollar a suitcase. <laughs> no, I carried my own suitcase. Yeah, we did our own. We did our own. And as then well. the guy, when he hands you over your car, he says, "Oh, this is how you use the headlights. This is how you use the windscreen wipers. Oh, that's about another two dollars." Well, I, I didn't do the car, so I, well, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't normally tip. That's only because I've been told that if you tip them first, they give better car. Yeah, my dad's a skinflint. He wouldn't have tipped anyone. I've never tipped anyone like that before. Do, do you tip the Magical Express guy? Uh, no. Do you know why? I, I thought about this, and I watched, because we were the last hotel that they dropped off at, so I watched all the others get off, including several Americans, and nobody tipped the driver. So I thought, okay, well, clearly that's not something that they do, so I didn't. <laughs> and he went home and he cried into his yeah, big mess. Yeah, all these people have gone. Oh, $3 yeah. an hour. It's not working out. They're not tipping me. <laughs> <laughs> It, what would you tip in reception or things like that, Alan? Or I, I didn't tip anyone. Right, okay. Back in my when I went to Animal Kingdom Lodge, right, we had a car and yeah. we parked it up at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So we tipped the guy who took us to the car, and that was so many dollars per bag. Tipped another guy that sort of showed us the way to the car. <laughs> when we got to the hotel, you park up, and then someone dives into your trunk. And steals your suitcases, so that's another load of dollars. The guys took it into the hotel, and then suitcases to your room. It, it, it just cost us a fortune. Yeah, sounds it. And, it sounds it. And when we were at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, we also would change rooms because we weren't happy with the room that we we're in. Tell you what, I pulled it around the hotel myself. Well, I always <laughs> pulled mine myself. Yeah, I didn't mind myself. Would you like me to take your suitcase, sir? No. No, <laughs> no I'm right. I can't thanks, afford it anymore. I went to the Bahamas once and I wanted, because I knew that it was going to cost us every time that someone touched my suitcase, I wanted to carry my suitcase myself. Yeah. And they were offended by that. Sir, you're on your holiday. Let me take your bags. No, I'm on my holiday. Let me keep my bags. I always (laughs) remember the first time I went to Orlando when I stayed at the Wyndham Resort on Sand Lake Road. Yeah. And um, we we checked in and um, they then said, oh, we'll take you to your room in this golf buggy. He took us to the golf buggy. He then carried the cases in. And uh, he said, uh, are you okay? I said, well, I'm a bit concerned. I left my car near the reception because that was a big resort. <laughs> oh, I'll take you back then. So he took me back. <laughs> and then when I spoke to my friends the next day, they said he would probably expect a tip. I didn't give him a penny. I just said, thank you and closed the door on him. <laughs> and he opened the door back up and he was still there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two days later. It's, it's, a di- it's a totally different culture. It's a different way of pay scheme that they work on as well yeah i think it is yeah. um so i think that's the concept of tipping you I know was... you're paying for good service and hospitality we obviously tipped in restaurants and things like that um, i tried to i tried to tip the maid we went. yes but she, yeah but she wouldn't take it oh well even left a sign saying tip maid thank you we, I'm trying to think, we tipped, so I I was, just took it with me we left tipped our waste staff, obviously, things like that. We tipped the guy who took our bags when we got on the cruise. Um, oh, we tipped twice at Paradiso 37. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk How about that, that one. Well, this, we um, went to eat Paradiso 37 for my dad's birthday. We, we had the food. I added the tip onto, uh, I, I said to her, I've left the tip in cash. Um, and we left a tip, a cash tip on the table, which she full well knew was there. She even opened it up and looked that there was money inside. And then we left and she added the tip again onto our room bill, onto our bill. Cheeky. Uh, which Disney very lovingly gave us it back. But when I went back to Paradiso 37 to tell them, they basically didn't care. 
Mm. So be careful. And I put something on Facebook, actually, when it happened. And there were three or four people who said, yeah, that's happened to us, that's happened to us, that's happened to us. So just be aware. Uh, that seems to have happened to a few people. Were you paying yeah. on the magical wristbands? Yeah, paying on the bands, yeah. So, because, as some people have said, it's not like spending money when you're using that. No. I can quite easily believe that that sort of not necessarily scam issue would occur and you would never notice no well i was i quite regularly checked our bill each day to see what we'd spent and that's when we noticed the anomaly on there and i immediately went straight out to reception and they sorted it like we used to go and we were buying on the room key at back back in the day before back the payment day. plan yeah and i only checked the bill when i maxed out the credit card that was assigned to it <laughs> and Whoops. i had to put a new credit card on it so it was like, I was just spending away. And then when I was checking the bill, I was actually just checking the bill of, yeah, I get there. I get there. Yeah, and not necessarily there. how much you spent. Not and really there. Yeah, we, I, would, right I wouldn't have noticed if there was $20, $30 more on or not. So a good bit of advice there, really. Yeah, do keep checking that regularly. Keep your receipts. Uh, what, I, what the receptionist actually said to me was, um, which is a really good tip, if you do tip in cash, write down your receipt what you've tipped in cash, so you know if a tip, receipt, anything is added onto it, you can say, actually, I know I paid this much, and I know I paid this much, and that's something we started to do after that experience, but that was the only problem we had while we were there, and that was a third-party vendor, it wasn't even Disney. There was, um, I don't know if, you, I'm sure Adam probably knows about this, we, we got um, offered a, an app to review. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll admit that we haven't reviewed it yet. No, we haven't yet. Um, but it's it's an app where you can keep track of your magic band spending. Yeah. Which you could probably do a notepad as well, but um, I think it also had some other fun functions and features, which some of them, there was a couple of glitches in it, but that's yeah. where obviously why we haven't reviewed it yet. Yeah. But uh, I think it is one thing that people are going to have to be very aware of, keeping track of what they Talking about apps, I cannot recommend lines... Well, yeah, then. fantastic. Honestly, um, my touring plans, uh, touringplans.com, we spoke to Len before. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Len when we went out there. Um, and um, obviously, I've got my subscription, I've got the Lines app, and the Lines app basically gives you uh, the official um, the, the, uh, the official Disney wait time, yeah. uh, and then it gives you what the expected wait time is. Now, one, having spoken to Len at some length about this, what he said is somewhere within the coding of Disney's uh, app, it actually has the actual wait time as well as the official wait time. So it might say 90 minutes, and the actual wait time might be 30. Um, and what they do with lines is it uh, works out the looks at the actual wait time and the one that Disney posted and all of the data that they've got and gives you a pretty accurate wait time. Now, to give you an idea... I went and did uh, Hollywood Studios Extra Magic Hour because I wanted to go and do Star Tours as many times as I could. And I may have put, bearing in mind the whole family were going back to Hollywood Studios the next day, I may have had a practice on Toy Story Midway Mania. Um, <laughs> when I went to, when I looked in the Disney app, it was telling me that Midway Mania was a 55-minute wait. And I was like, oh, there's no way any minute yet, so I'm queuing for that. I went to the Lions app and it told me 55-minute wait, expected time, 21 minutes. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay, I'll try it. And believe it or not, near as damn it, 21 minutes wait for Midway Mania when it said it was a 55-minute queue. Yeah, I it had a, a 30-minute wait on Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And that was that said 15, and I actually done it in 12. Yeah, it's amazing just how accurate it is. It, it, you know, if you are looking for something to help save you time while you're in the parks, I cannot recommend lines enough. 
just how how amazingly brilliant it is. And I I agree on that. But while we're talking about apps, I just want to say how disgraceful the Disney Experience app is <laughs> while you're there. <laughs> I, I I think I'm like you. I had mixed experiences. There were times where it worked brilliantly and times where it just didn't work at all. It's <laughs> just useless most of. Every time I wanted to change your, um, a fast pass time at home and I played, worked perfectly. As soon as you get in the park, not the bloody thing. It did kept freezing and crashing and you had to reload it several times for it to work. Yeah. And, and the guys I spoke to, the, I had a good lengthy conversation with the guys at the FastPass Plus kiosks and they were saying that they know there are issues and there are still things that need to be ironed out and worked out and that Disney are working on them and it will be up and running properly. Uh, but there are some issues that they've had with it. And of course, I was the day that I was there the day that the whole FastPass system crashed. Of course, yeah, everything went down, didn't it? And I didn't know what FastPass I had, so the next day I took a picture of it, the screen every time yeah. I uh, updated the FastPass. I've write... heard that that doesn't really help you. Well, it does because you can remember what time you got them. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> I just put them into my diary for each day, so in my diary on my phone, I knew what it is I needed. Um, you can set an alarm to go off. Do you want to talk about FastPass separately, or do you want to talk about that now? Or um, Well, what we'll do is we'll go into the parks. Okay. I'll quick talk about the parks. Obviously, there's all the, all the main Disney parks, Downtown Disney. Both of you, no <laughs> doubt, went to every single park. Yep. Yep. And went to Downtown Disney. Yep. No. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll start off at Magic Kingdom. What was your experiences there? Chris. Um, really enjoyed it. Disappointed the old monorail weren't running for um, rope drop. Um, managed to get to see uh, El Swanana. Yep. That's the first thing we've done. Uh, that was uh, posted 90 minutes and that was just over an hour. Um, fast, but I, that was the first time I used Lines. Yep. And put a thing on Facebook and everyone saying who's right, who's right, and Lines was right. Yeah. Um, very good. No, nice to see the princesses, or the frozen girls. One of them is, is, you know, big up top. <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep my eyes off him. <laughs> big summer blowout. That's what I was thinking. It's going to blow out any minute. <laughs> but Did you get your photo taken with her? No, no, I couldn't go close. Did you have a cuddle? Quick brush over it in a minute. I've been changing my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Magic Kingdom was uh, as I expected. Really enjoyed it. Never got on uh, the mine train. Really? I was a, yeah, I was a bit. I was a fairly big weight. Never managed to get, you know, fast passes for it. Um, and well, with the kids being a bit bigger, weren't they? Uh, yeah, pretty much the time we were there. Yeah, with the kids being a bit bigger, I didn't feel it's fair. My wife kept saying, "Go on, do it," but I didn't feel it's fair to leave them sitting around when they were yeah. when they were when they were littler. They'd have you know been asleep in a buggy or something. But when they're bigger and anxious to get on stuff you have to leave them don't you you have to mm. leave it and go with them yeah, i also yeah i also was um one of the foot soldiers in bell yeah so was i so the girls the girls were picked both times we done it still really enjoy it and that's is, is it the same is it the same story well of course it is the same story isn't it yeah as it used to be it um um, no, no, it's not. It's not, it's not, you were talking about the story time in the yard, aren't you, but under yeah. the castle. No, it's not that. It's a completely different story. Um, really good. When you actually get there, you'll find out 
I'd probably yeah. win again. It's very well done. Then, it's very, very well done. You have the, the mirror effects. You've got a Lumiere animatronic in there who interacts with the audience and with Belle. And then you've obviously got all the cast and everything involved. I was a foot soldier with, uh, and Chris was. And then they obviously had all the different characters and it was all quite interactive and the photos at the end and everything. It was very well done. Yeah, really well done. It's not the sort of thing I would usually choose to go and see. Story time with Belle. You know, I've got a seven-year-old boy and he was like, yeah. oh, no, princesses. And then at the end... Uh, he was he loved it to bits because she gave him a hug and called him her prince at the end and he's yeah. never forgotten it. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, it's it's nice. It's very nicely done with all of the the sort of different elements to it before you actually get into the theatre to watch the show. For, for me, that's the bit I like most about the new Fantasyland. Is it is it fast moving sort of the QAs and the show or? Yeah, uh, there's lots of, there's lots of little pre shows that aren't really pre shows. Right. You know, you, you know, you you queue and then you queuing inside their house. Then you are having your story in another house. Then you're going into a room where you're choosing the characters. And then yeah. you're going into the actual. Right. So you don't feel like you're waiting around too long. No, and that's to it. To be honest, the queues aren't massive for it. I think the longest I remember it being, looking at lines when we were there, was probably forty minutes. Um, and I don't think it was actually forty minutes according to lines. It was it was less than that. That's not too bad, and it's just running constantly. Yeah, yes, and it, it amazes me how constantly it runs as well, uh, and it does run until late into the evening as well. Like a lot of shows, you'll find will finish at six or seven o'clock. This is, this was still going. Uh, I did a, a late night magic hour, and at midnight it was still going. It's just like a normal attraction, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's run like a normal attraction. Yeah, it's weird, really, when it's so labour intensive as well. Yes, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm trying. I'm just trying, trying to think how many people are in there. So you got right. the front of the house, and then. One, two, three, four, five. Five members of staff, I suppose, working it. Were there two theatres or was there one? Well, that's the only thing I can't remember. Well, I'm wondering if that, but I'm, I'm sure there's only one. You're probably right, yeah. I did get to ride my train, though. Um, and it, it's brilliant. Honestly, for such a simple attraction, uh, it's so smooth. Uh, Harry, again, absolutely loved it. The animatronic dwarves are phenomenal um it's just a great little attraction that we know the queue times will go down you know that's going to happen uh but again the the queue times when we were there didn't drop below over an hour even again i go back to the magic hour at 1am the queue is still 70 minutes um, you know, the queue's not going to go down. The problem is you can't get fast passes. They go that quickly because everyone wants to do it. So everyone then gets in the queue and the queues just don't drop. So what time of day did you get on it? Uh, we were on it about 10 o'clock, but we did it. We got a fast pass for it because we were 60 days out. All right. So you, did you have to get up early in the morning to get that fast pass? Uh, no, we were, wasn't too bad. So whereas I was up at five in the morning every day and never, that was never available. No. So, um, you you got sixty days because you were stopping at Disney. Yeah. Fine. Just 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 keep note, notes for myself when I go in at like about uh, four years time or something. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to think anything else within New Fantasyland. Uh, Little Mermaid finally got to ride that. Yeah, it was nice. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, not great, it's about, is it? It's about all I can say really. It was nice, but it wasn't anything spectacular. It's not we, something I'm going to clamber for. No, uh, we had a bit of interaction with Gaston outside. It was very uh, okay. funny. That was quite quiet when we were there. Didn't get a chance to go into Gaston's tavern. Uh, while we were there, we ran out of time for that. But we did get a chance to go and eat and be our guest. Um, bit of a hiccup with that. We booked, we managed to get a fast pass for it when we actually arrived at lunchtime. All 
turn up fast passes were gone for the day. You couldn't get in for love and money at lunchtime. Um, we'd pre-ordered our food, uh, all of us, but when we arrived at the kiosk, it clearly hadn't kept our order, so we did have to order it again. Right. Um, but that was, by the by, it wasn't too complicated. Then we went in, found a table, and within five or six minutes of sitting down, our food just appeared. Um, it's amazing how they do it. Uh, they literally come around on these trolleys and these trolleys have got little iPhones in them with GPS, GPS trackers so they can work out where your magic band is and they literally just turn it with your food and put it down in front of you and it's done. It's, it's amazing just how quickly it happens and how effective it is. Um, food in there was really good. Uh, I had a prime chuck beef sandwich which was really, really tasty. And then I had the Master's Cupcake with the grey stuff mm-hmm. which was actually delicious. It really was. Um, mm. There's three areas in there. You've got the, the main ballroom, which is where we sat. To the right is the portrait gallery, which, I'll be honest, is a bit of a letdown, that room. I'm not a fan. And on the left-hand side, you've got the west wing, which is which is really themed to, to be quite dark and, and a little bit scarier. It has got the rose in there. It's got torn pictures and all sorts of stuff in there and thunder and lightning and stuff. Did That's you have really a wander cool. around? Yeah, I had a wander around, took some photos as I went, I went around. Um, the ballroom's amazing. The chandeliers up there, and you've got the big glass windows in front of you. Well, of course, they're glass. What else would windows be made of? Um, but <laughs> behind them, it was snowing when we were in there, and you could see all of that going on. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really you can see why it's as popular as it is. It's it's I think well above food wise any other other place any other place in in the Magic Kingdom. The quality of it. Uh, what about food for Harry? Uh, he he had a Mickey meatloaf, I believe, and really enjoyed it. Because um, I think me and Chris were talking to, was it Alicia? I said, yeah, she did have a great time in there, did she? I think she said right. that the, the kids' food it wasn't great for kids. Um, it was, I don't think she really in, enjoyed a meal. Right. It was fairly standard fare, to be honest, and he was quite happy with a lot of the stuff that was there. Um, so he wasn't didn't have a problem. And I know when it was first announced, some of the menu items, there was going to be the option to have alcohol there. Yes. Are they saving alcohol? They weren't at lunchtime, no. So is it is it available in the evening then? Oh, good question. I don't know off the top of my head. I'll be totally honest with you. I'm, um, I'm mainly asking for Mrs. Hooper here. Of course you are. Uh, because... Something that... She's not been to the old AA clinic yet, have <laughs> She'll be dry yeah. by then, Alan, won't she? She's on the RAC. Now, the, we were looking at doing a, a character meal at um, Cinderella's Royal Table. Yeah. And she said, well, if we do an evening meal, I won't be out of a bottle of wine. Or four. Well, you won't in the Magic Kingdom anyway. So, I'm not saying that we're r- raging alcoholics, although I have got the shakes. <laughs> it, it is something that you've got to consider if you if you enjoy a, a glass of wine with your evening meal. Yeah. Are you you're not going to be able to do that in Magic Kingdom? No, well, uh, you were never able to do it in the Magic Kingdom anyway because oh, obviously what what Walt said. You can get sparkling white, red, and dessert wines. There you go. Oh well. So you can get there. You, Catherine, the, right. you can get it by beer, the liter or the gallon. They've got beer as well. Uh, they've got Cronenberg, which is. And they got Hope Garden, which is Belgian. There you go. It's quite a strong one. Um, yeah, so they've got they have got some in there, but that's the I, th- I believe now the only place that sells alcohol in the whole of Magic Kingdom. Oh well, there you go. Good stuff. Um, what else is the Magic Kingdom? So we talked about that there is the construction there at the hub. Yep. Um, but you're saying that it's just off to one side. 
Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, you can still see bad. clear lines of the of the. the you'd be a bit annoyed if he sat in um, Crystal Palace because all you can see is wood. But yeah, uh, that, we were fine. we were in Crystal Palace and we actually did really well with our our seat. We are actually were quite lucky with the view. But yeah, you're right. There are certain places where you'll just get green wooden fences. Sounds good in a way. Is it painting that go away green? Yes. Yeah. In your face. Go away green. Yeah. Um, did you manage to get to rope drop? No, didn't need to because we'd have got off the fast passes we wanted. Oh well. Yeah, um, we've done it once. And also, I think Splash Mountain's just recently been refurbished, haven't it? Yeah, it's a yeah. lot brighter. Yeah, it's a lot brighter. And the fountains are working. Yeah. They do seem to have sorted the uh, some of the fountains though, so you don't get as wet as you used to as you were coming around that first bit. Just that's it. Got on. It's not as bad. I, w- I always thought it was a bit random. Well, not. Sometimes you get like really soaked. Um, Yeah, no. It it seems that it's not quite as random. It's now fairly set. But yeah, we we didn't get too wet on that bit, which is good. Um, Another thing that's happened since you've last been, I suppose, is the uh, what they call Big Thunder Mountain queue. Yes. Did Uh, you get on that ride? Did you fast pass it or did you? Uh, We fast passed it, but then we did queue as well. But due to the time of year, most of the interactive elements were shut. (laughs) You didn't actually queue through a lot of the interactive elements. Uh, There was a couple of twirly things that made a nice pattern. I can't remember what they were. And there was a, you could look into some of the mine shafts and you could see them working through the screens inside the sort of viewers. But a lot of the other part of it were were closed because it was was quiet. Because it was quiet? Yeah, it was a lot quieter than I expected with the queue, queue wise. I've got to say that as well. Obviously, it's our school holidays. Yeah. Well, like, we did so we did later on in August, which you always do, because we know that's what the American school holidays are starting to end. So it gets quieter and quieter and quieter, which is the yeah. reason why. So the last day at the Magic Kingdom was, was so quiet. I was just thought it had been really busy and everything would have been... No, no, it was, it was just getting quieter as the holiday went on. Oh, well. Um, Epcot, did you get across to Epcot? Yep. Yeah, I did Epcot. Yep. Any interesting things to say about them? Uh, nothing's really changed. Uh, I finally got the chance to do Agent P's World Showcase Adventure. Uh, yeah, we I've done that before. About four different countries. Harry became a little obsessed with it. Um, so we did it over two days. We did about four or five countries. Uh, it was. I really enjoyed it. It was great fun, I'll be honest. I've not had a chance to do it before because... Well, Harry wasn't with us. Anyway. Um, you don't need kids to do it. No, uh, but it was there was so much of the stuff to do in a chance to do it, but we got to do it properly, and he really enjoyed it. He really got into it. Um, I think we did Japan, Germany, Mexico, China, and the UK. And they were good. Yeah, I enjoyed those. Other in the UK, that, is, is that the one that the window fills up? Yeah, the window fills up at the end, yeah. Wasn't expecting that. Um... Let me think. What else? I don't think there was much else that was changed in Epcot. It was all fairly the same. You've obviously got Starbucks now, um, which was very yeah. popular when we were there. Um, but other than that, yeah, most of it was, was pretty similar. Most yeah. of it the same, yeah. Enjoyed it. Via Napoli was as good as it always has been as well. The what, the what, Alan? Yeah, Coke machine thing. Yeah, went there, got Harry to taste Beverly. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. No, not that one. The, um, wasn't was it Epcot where the you get your cans of Coke? No, I, I no. got cans of Coke at um, Sea World. No, not Sea World. Aquatica. Aquatica. There you go. Oh, was no, it there? there yeah, there wasn't yeah. one at Disney. There was the, oh. the Coke stuff. That was about it. Has it, has it moved on? Must have done. Yeah. 
dear. We'll talk about that in a minute. No probs. Um, what else have we got? So we've got uh, MGM Studios. No, yeah. Disney Hollywood Studios. Studios. Yeah, yeah, weren't yeah, they? So we've got the Frozen Experience stuff going on over there. Uh, Wandering Oakens is quite a nice little thing, actually. It's not yeah. amazing, um, but it is quite a nice little it... area. Did you go ice skating? No, no, but we did to build ice castles in the I went ice to go on the snow, yeah, and then I thought, I'm in shorts, sod that. <laughs> we went, yeah, we went in the ice ice play area in my in my flip-flops, and Harry thought it'd be funny to tip a bucket of ice over my feet, which was nice of him. That's um, not an ice bucket challenge. No, that, yeah, I've in, done it. I've done it, there you yeah. go. Um, in that, that area, was, they, that they really do fun. tell you to download a certain app. Yes. And there's which, several different screens. It's brilliant. Areas you can take photos of, and the characters appear in your picture. Yeah, they do. Oh, right. And it does work really well, actually. We, yeah. we did it, uh, which was good. They help um, you. They basically do it for you. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, Disney's doing a lot with apps at the moment. Yeah, they are at the moment. That was good. Yeah, this, this wasn't a Disney app, though. This is another company. Or Arisma. Stuff like that. Um, they had, we had the cupcakes in there as well, inside the Wandering Oakens. Um, the Olaf carrot cupcake was really tasty. I had the Arna uh, blue thing. The cake was really nice. Cake pop. The, ice cr- the, the cake was nice. The icing on top to create Arna's dress was just too much. I, that's yeah, I love that. It's too much for me. Uh, but in there, another nice little story. Um, we were buying cakes and stuff and drinks because it was quite. It was extremely hot that day. And Harry was like, "Can I have a Mickey shaped pretzel?" I was like, "Harry, I love you, but six dollars fifty, it's not happening. Not for a pretzel. I'm sorry, it's just not happening." And I think the cast member behind heard us, took one out, gave it to him, and she went, "There we go. That's for you, and that's to say thank you for giving us One Direction." <laughs> And which I responded, said, which I responded with, uh, it's nice to think that we gave you One Direction. Actually, we were just trying to get rid of them. <laughs> Nothing wrong with One D. Uh, Me and Alan were there. <laughs> we got the pretzel by that point, so she didn't try and snatch it back. But um, the cupcakes were nice, and Wandering Oakums was a nice little place. There was a queue for the old merchandise store next door, um, which we did go into a little bit later on in the day, and there was some nice stuff in there, but it's quite expensive. Um, yeah, to say the least. Yeah. I didn't go to the sing-along. We didn't get a chance to go to the sing-along. But a few people I'd spoken to said it wasn't great. I went to go to the sing-along. And uh, we were about five minutes before it started. I said, quick, quick, quick. He said, just to let you know, you do realise you're not queuing for the current show. I said, what show are we queuing for? He said, "Uh, it's around about 100 minutes. Ouch. So we didn't see it. Did you even hang around? No. No, but a couple of people I'd spoken to had said, yeah, it's all right, it's nothing amazing. And Arna and Elsa aren't really in it that much. Uh, so it's not, I'm not going to bother. Uh, Frozen Fireworks, I saw twice. Um, I went to do when I went to do Extra Magic at Hollywood Studios. I basically walked into the park and got stuck, couldn't get through because the fireworks were on. So I watched it twice. Um, I learned though uh, this the Take Along Olaf that you can get, which they, which is basically Olaf on a stick. Yeah, um, yeah we all everyone had them. Yeah, everyone had them. They were absolutely everywhere. But what you could do is you could take your photo, upload it to Twitter, and put hashtag Olaf Summer Vacation. And uh, before the fireworks start, they put pictures of, uh, up on the big screens of people in the parks who've got Olaf with them. So I'd learned that the night before. And the first thing we did when we arrived was we got a picture of Harry with his Donald in his hand and his Olaf. And Harry appeared in the um, in the photo montage just before the fire- frozen fireworks, which was nice. That was good to see. Nice. But the fireworks, actually, were quite I quite like them. They're nothing amazing, you know, nothing compared to wishes and that sort of stuff. But they are still, you know, pretty decent. It's nice to have just a fireworks show back in, in Hollywood Studios, to be honest. Yeah. I'd, I would like to see fireworks in Animal Kingdom. 
Well, I, I, I think it'll with be a lot the, of uh, with the rings animals. of light thing, there might be something yeah. coming along along those lines. So we'll see what happens with that. Do you know what they could do? Rivers of light. Right. They could release about four ton of um, fireflies. Yeah, do that. That'd be quite cool. Actually, just drones. Yeah, till they get bit. Till they get bitten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So um. So Hollywood Studios hasn't done much apart from the Frozen stuff. No, not a massive amount. Um, I'm just trying to think. Then Tower Terror, did you go on that? Tower Terror, no, we didn't. Har- yeah, I, yeah, I went on that. Harry's not interested in it, and we were more interested in doing stuff that he wanted to do. Did uh, your kids do it, Chris? Uh, no, just me. <laughs> um, Rock and Roller Coaster? Yeah, just me. No, didn't get a chance to do that again either. But I, I, it's something I've done so many times. Sing- single rider, I went on that. Yeah. Ten minutes. That's normal. That's not too bad. No. No. Um, well, Star Tours. Oh, Star Tours is brilliant. Didn't do it. I love the new Star Tours. Uh, I did it four times on my own uh, on that extra magic hour, and each time was different. And having got off it, I did it because nobody else in my family likes to do it. Um, and then I got it and I thought you know what I think Harry will really like this so we actually did it again the following day and pretty much everyone came on it I think it's tamer now than it used to be with the old Star Tours version but it's, it's great the way that it all changes now I, I, I enjoyed it Imogen enjoyed it yeah Harry enjoyed it as well he really enjoyed it it's, it's just whether or not you've got the motion sickness thing yeah no it was fine yeah was good. yeah I've been sick <laughs> um, Animal good. Kingdom Animal Kingdom What's been happening there? Not a massive amount, to be honest. The, the new Harambe... You, you liar. Uh, you got, liar, Adam. You've got the new Harambe theatre area. Yeah, you've got the whole that massive area. Uh, really well-themed. Really, really well-themed. Uh, the theatre looks exactly as it used to inside, but the whole area is, is beautifully themed, actually. Works really, really well. Um, you've obviously got the whole area of um, of Captain Mickey that's now disappeared. I'll be honest, I didn't miss it. I Can did. I, did, I didn't bother. No, I didn't bother seeing the characters this time. Um, yeah, we didn't see any characters. Um, we saw Doug and Russell, and there was a queue for them, uh, and some of the other bits and pieces. Um, the Wilderness Explorer stuff is brilliant. Oh, I loved it. Um, we kind of came to it late. Harry wasn't bothered to start off with, and then he changed his mind. Uh, once he saw is, my girls with it. Yeah, it was. Once he saw your girls with it, it's true. Um, that was really good. Yeah, he really enjoyed that in the end, actually collecting all these the, the badges that he could. Uh, your girls finished it, I believe. They, fi- they? they finished it. Um, uh, they were saying that very few people finish it, especially in one day. So there you go. We collected Thir- about 32 six areas. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. And they're all really good as well. It's very well thought out. Uh, obviously, working in education, I see the sort of education packs you get when you go on trips that, quite frankly, are dull and terrible. These are brilliant. They're so well thought out and so educational. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, because they're so much fun and they get the sticker at the end, their badge at the end, the kids just really get into it. Yeah, Harry, definitely. Harry isn't bothered about dinosaurs, but yeah, he was well into the dinosaur things that we did. Even yeah, though the, he's not the girls really enjoyed it. And there was a lot of facts that they picked yeah, up that were loads. quite interesting. I, I learned something about elephants as well. Like apparently they're scared of bees. Yeah, go. that's it, yeah. They, they can't jump. Elephants can't jump, yeah. No, they're scared of bees. And apparently Disney did some work in Africa and learned Bee-hives. that the, the um, crops were being trampled for farmers by elephants. And they discovered that by if the farmers put beehives around the outside of their fields, they weren't being trampled by elephants because elephants didn't dare go in because of the bees. But they then plagued Africa with bees. With bees, yeah. Killer yeah. bees. Ah, Only a couple of stings. <laughs> um, they used to have like a, a passport thing where you would get a stamp. 
Yeah, this this has replaced that. Yeah, this has replaced it. Because it's actually um, is it an A five book size? Yeah. With loads of pages, and they get a stick on each page, and uh, get a stick when they get a, a little dance and a ceremony at the end when they actually complete it. Oh, cool! Which is qu- quite funny, really, because while my girls were getting it done, there's a boy there who said, "I ain't finished," and they sh- they said, "Oh, do you do you girls have you not finished either as well?" But no, we have finished, and she literally pushed him out of the way, and she, said, "Oh, I get a chance to do it." And just pushed this kid out of the way; he was gone. <laughs> and they they really enjoyed it. I think it's going to be uh, some way to do list then. Yeah, it's yeah. not worth doing. And it is um, the old Discovery, was it Discovery Island Trail or something? Yeah. And I think there was only about five stamps you could get. That's it, yeah. And when we did it, um, one of the trails I couldn't get to because the branches had fell off the tree. Oh. <laughs> so um, I couldn't even complete mine. I mean, Imogen couldn't complete his. <laughs> um, so, so the. We've already mentioned that the, the Kami Kimi was shut. Yeah. Lanking yep. shows back up and running and more yep. smooth. Exactly um, the same, unfortunately, but... Has Kilimanjaro Safaris changed? Uh, um, no, not really. No, um, but it just seems short. I don't know why. We got, than I remember. We got stuck in a serious storm uh, on that. It was insane. The rain was so heavy, it was coming in, like, horizontally. Uh, so we got a little bit wet and then we got off and they were trying to cram everybody inside the exit huts because no one dared leave anywhere Um, so it's quite interesting when it was absolutely pelting it down because what we found was the animals were so active because it had been raining quite a bit up to that point that we had the lions were out and running about and all that sort of stuff was good so they're all fearing for their lives yeah well yeah there was lightning and these poor lions sat on top of this big rock and and that day of the big storm I decided to um go to um aquatica later in the day and got in the water for about two seconds and that was it and i said to jamie don't worry that'll clear in a minute and that's the day <laughs> the storm was on for from about four o'clock in the afternoon till bedtime oh, two hours yeah. later and our stuff was floating away we decided to go home again it's one of those things that when, when the storms happen you, you know that they're going to dra- stop very quickly or you believe they are and then you heat the heat that's out there you're going to dry up straight away it's, it's your gamble. Yeah. But that storm was um, pretty pretty strong, to be honest. I was quite surprised. Were you, were you told to get out of the pool at Aquatica? Yeah, we were told to get out of the pool. And then they recommend we left the, the place. And I thought, sod that. I've paid $13 part. I've only been in the water for two minutes. <laughs> so. Um, <coughs> you didn't try to get a refund or anything? Uh, well, you can't, can you? Because you've got your ticket. You've got your 14-day ticket. Oh, right. And you park, and that's, they're very crafty. The park and is to park, not to go into the park. Yeah. So, which was um, strange, really. So, should we move on to the other Disney park? We, we both went at the water parks. Yeah, we Which are pretty good. Nothing yeah. changed there, had it? No, nothing's changed really at all. Right? So, sh- should we move on to where that's really changed? Downtown I think Disney. Go. You mean Disney Springs? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Downtown <laughs> Disney. Um... They're improving the parking, yeah. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And don't get me wrong, there's not a lot they can do about it because they've got to do the improvements. But the amount of money that place is probably losing because people just don't bother. Um, Chris, did you actually make it down there? No. My wife really wanted to go to Earl a Sandwich. Um, 
and we asked a few people, and obviously she's probably a bit more prominent in the Disney world of Facebook than I am. Yeah. And she asked on there, and they were saying, just don't bother. If that's all you're going for, we don't went, bother. Uh, three times we went. Uh, three different times of the day. Uh, the first time we went down in the evening, and we queued, and we queued, and we queued to get in. We park, The way the parking works is you've got basically two areas to two areas to get into three areas of parking uh if you go in uh you can go into the west side area yeah you can then or you can go into the center which is kind of roughly where pleasure island meets marketplace uh and you can either go left and park in the pleasure island dish area or you can go right follow all the way around and go into marketplace what we found was by going into that that entrance there and actually following the traffic all the way going all the way around right over to where marketplace is it was much quieter parking right at the far end of marketplace than it was even attempting to get into west side um so we did park in marketplace the buses weren't too much of an issue when we went on the bus but there's a couple of occasions we had to go in the car um, we parked in Marketplace eventually. The, the nightmare was getting in. Once you were in, it wasn't too bad parking there. The biggest issue was parking in Westside. It's clear that basically everyone who works at Downtown Disney is parking in the, in the Westside. Um, so we had a 5.30 reservation for dinner for Dad's birthday. Thinking 5.30, it shouldn't be too bad. Um, we we had to take the car in because myself and my dad were off to watch Orlando City Soccer afterwards. So we thought we had to take the car because we've got to get to ESPN. Um, we arrived at 10 to 6. 10 to 5, uh, 10 to 5 sorry. So is uh, late already? Yeah, 10 to 5 <laughs> with a 5.30 reservation. Uh, we... we pulled into the car park and i spent i'm not joking 35 minutes driving around the car park trying to find a parking space got to the point where zoe and everyone had to get out and go to the restaurant to try and get our table sorted it then was it got to the point where dan actually got out of the car and was physically trying to stand in parking spaces to try and find us a place to park and in the end i had to muscle my way into a space and upset somebody because it just got to the point where it was ridiculous. It took me about, took me just over forty minutes to find a parking space in West. Was Island. there shouting? Uh, no, there wasn't shouting as such, but they didn't look too happy. Um, but eventually we got a space, but it, it genuinely took us forty minutes to get in there, um, and it was just hell on earth because people are just fighting for these spaces and there's just nothing around. Um, the third time we went was right towards the end of the holiday. It was actually the last day just before we were going to the airport, and it wasn't too bad, but it was sort of two o'clock in the afternoon three o'clock in the afternoon um and we again parked over in marketplace and again that was absolutely fine to go and park in no problems whatsoever um so it seems that if you go in and go right over to marketplace you're more likely to get a space than if you even try and get into west side on the other side but so please i didn't bother it is an absolute mess down there at the moment um uh, you know it's, it's not i wouldn't and the problem is when you get in there it's then a mess to actually try and find anywhere because they're building disney springs yeah. there's only one way to get through to west side and there's only one way to get this way and one way to get that way and if you make a mistake and try and go one way around you end up getting to a dead end um and they've got cast members given disney their credit they've got a lot of cast members posted around to tell you how to get to here and here and here but it's marketplace looks lovely with the new market uh, marketplace co-op that's open that's got some really nice stores in it west side right down the other end doesn't really look much different in the sense of its layout it has now got splits fill and all those bits and pieces there but in the middle of it is just a maze of construction walls and if you don't really know what you're going or you're not looking out for signs you'll just get lost you'll get completely lost um so yeah the disney springs in the minute in the middle with the pleasure island stuff is just a big chaotic mess 
I think um, they've released a special map to try and help people get around it. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they were giving maps out to people and all sorts of stuff while we were there. But um, downtown Disney, I don't think I would say that I had... Maybe the last trip was a pleasant experience, but the other two weren't particularly pleasant experiences because you were stressed over the fact that you were late for dinner and you couldn't find anywhere to park and you were queuing forever to get anywhere. Um, I suppose particularly now... Disney got the cancellation policy on the meals as well. Exactly, yeah. We, we, we were kind of saying, look, we've got a big problem here because if we don't turn up, they're going to charge us $10 each for, yeah. for not turning up and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, it's not that we haven't tried to get there on time. We've given ourselves 40 minutes per park, for goodness sake, and that still wasn't enough. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, avoid downtown Disney in a car at night. <laughs> so, just, just out of interest, so yeah. obviously... They're doing work in downtown Disney itself. Yeah. They're doing work in the parking lot. Yeah. Is it is it localised in downtown Disney in sections, or is it literally work everywhere? Well, you've got work inside downtown Disney, but then they're also working on the carriageway outside of downtown Disney. Yeah. So yeah. you have yeah. a knock-on effect of everybody trying to get through that particular area. You've got uh, Typhoon Lagoon traffic as well. Uh, the nighttime one, when we were trying to get into the, uh, the parking lot, da- um, Typhoon Lagoon closed at 6 so at five o'clock, ten to five-ish, when most people start to stream out, you had the nightmare of people trying to get to downtown Disney and all of the Typhoon Lagoon traffic streaming out as well, plus limited lanes. Um, and then also it didn't help that a, a taxi had managed to run out of fuel in one of the lanes. How, how does a taxi run out of fuel? Someone please tell me this. I um, want a taxi, that's me. I was <laughs> um, So, yeah. Time to get back to the airport on empty. That whole area down there is not particularly pretty at the moment. How did how did that affect you getting on the buses from say the Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom? It was fine. We didn't go through that area. It went different way. All oh, right, okay. Because um, I can vaguely recall it. You sort of went past it. Yeah, no, they 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 avoid that area like the plague unless you're going to Downtown Disney or Typhoon Lagoon. And would that be a recommendation for everyone else? I would, like I say, I would would avoid it in a car at night. If you go in the middle of the day and you head over to the marketplace area, you're parking, it shouldn't be too bad. But just an attempting to get there in a car in the evening is, you know, well, you've got more chance of getting a fast pass for a mine train than you have finding a parking space in the west side at night. Well, I'll say one of the, we asked a question on the Facebook thing and it was on Disney Brit, what what do you want to talk about? And the most requested question was downtown disney downtown disney what's yeah. it like yeah, and so there you go. i got to say i didn't really miss it no i think and um, the downtown disney's becoming more and more independent retailers uh and i don't think there was anything i found in world of disney store that i hadn't already seen in the other parks and gone oh i quite like that um so i don't think it's as integral these days as it used to be to my kind of holiday plans is um i think with the, the plans are they're going to be getting a lot of outside companies in as well aren't yeah they? yeah we knocked um disney quest on the head we were going to do that one day and we went we're not going purely for the fact that downtown disney's a mess if, if you're at saratoga springs would you have gone more often yes easy saratoga springs or port Orleans, things like that jump on a boat no problems at all you can even walk from saratoga springs uh yeah, yeah i'd have been there because it's so so easy to get there but yeah but it was, it was the the park lot's the main killer yeah the other place that i went to that obviously is a is a building site at the minute as well as polynesian 
Massive. Why, why aren't Disney just doing one bit of building at the moment? <laughs> Polynesians are everywhere. Start as well at the moment. We went in for uh, one morning to um, go and enjoy breakfast. Harani, um, oh, uh, yeah. And again, there's a lot of construction walls everywhere. You look out and you can see construction workers everywhere. You've obviously got the. I saw becoming the DVC stuff. You can see all the DVC. The DVC places look amazing because they are literally on stilts in the middle of the water. Uh, which are going to be fantastic when they're built. But, um, yeah, Polynesian, another one that's that's got a lot of construction going on and there's stuff everywhere. Will you be able to get one of those in your DVC plan? Uh, we will, if they're available, uh, but because um, they'll be selling them with that being their home resort, it's going to be tricky. But, yeah, yeah, in theory, yeah. Grand Floridian, obviously, have got theirs finished now. They're, they're amazing. The room's in there. Phenomenal. But there's only 120 something of them available, and again, the chances of getting them are fairly slim. When it, the way that DVC works is with your home resort, you get priority. Is that right? Yeah, you get 11 months out for your home resort, and then it's seven months for anywhere else. Because um, I know Chris was looking at DVC. Yeah, it's hard to look at it, but we we, we did some calculations, didn't we, Chris? Yeah, quite expensive. And, oh yeah, it's not cheap. Um, because in, in well. Our quick calculations was that it was going to cost about two grand a year whether you went or not. Yeah. That, yeah, that's about what. And a bit uh, more than that. When you sort of average it out. If you add on to your, if you add on your dues and all that sort of stuff, it... It was... Did we find about a thousand... Was it a thousand dollars or a thousand pound a year? Jews, my dues were about a thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Plus your... Um... And they do come in January. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, happy Christmas. It's gone. And then if you're only going to go every other year, which is what me and Chris was sort of talking through, you're really paying... You are, but we'll use our points for things like Disneyland Paris and all that sort of stuff as well. So it won't be a waste. And we can use them for places in in Spain and England and all that sort of stuff as well. It doesn't have to just be Disney things. So it will pay its way for us. Uh, yeah, the initial outlay is expensive. I want that to start paying its way on, on year 41, doesn't it? Something like that. Uh, yeah. No, um, it... It will pay its way. You know, it's going to cost us 10 years to pay for it, but we've then got 40 years after that to enjoy going to all these places and it's not going to cost us anything extra unless we decide to take out more points. Yeah. The only thing you'll watch is don't get run over by a bus next week. Well, yeah, there is that as well, <laughs> which if that happens, I'm, I'm screwed, but, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure everyone will be quite sad. Yes, I'm sure they will. I'm sure the show will live on. See, no, more like I'd only get run over sort of like year 11. <laughs> <laughs> I've paid it all off. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, bugger. Um, so, what would you say your best meals were? Uh, totally honestly. Yeah. Longhorn Steakhouse. Uh, Texas to Brazil. Not, not Disney. No. No. Disney's great. Disney meals. Viennapoli. Loved Viennapoli, as always. But the steaks we had at Longhorn Steakhouse were amazing. The others just seemed to have upped their game a bit. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, we is that had, um, because, do you reckon that's because of the dining plan that everyone's... Yeah, possibly is. Yeah. I want to compete more. I mean, we, we the only meal we really had was uh, a character meal at um, Tusker House. Yeah. And it, it weren't, as I remember. It's not as good as it used to be. Less less choice there, really. I think you're fine with Disney. The food is always good. But unless you go to their signature restaurants, it's never going to be exceptional. Um, so... Crystal Palace was good. Ohana's was good. Sci-Fi Dining was good. Um, I think where else we ate? Via Napoli, you know, was again was really good. Uh, but yeah, it's never really 
the fee's never really exceptional, uh, unless it's a signature. But Longhorn, the food at Longhorn was amazing. Um, steak was beautiful. And one place that surprised me, I've seen loads of adverts, Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake, I love Steak and Shake. Never, never been. Our friends goes of actually. I get down there, get uh, four meals and four steaks for um twenty dollars. Yeah, and it it really was as well. And, and it was that big shakes, big meals. I thought, hang on, this can't be right. Yeah, give it a voucher. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, steak and shakes great. It's it's one of those you can get a dollars ahead. You can get yeah. Um, you can get a burger and fries for four dollars, and then you can get uh, they do these hand dips shakes which you yeah. have to have if you go you can't not have a shake and they are like three dollars what's a hand dip shake i don't know it, it did worry me when it says hand dipped i think it's supposed to be handmade then it physically just the way, just the the way they make them i think yeah dip um, the hands in it yeah that's it mix it up um, is that what is that what it was i thought it was something else. <laughs> but they're they're really good but steak and shake is Again, it's not the best food in the world, but for what you pay for it, it's brilliant. Value for money, yeah. I couldn't fault it. No, you can't. And it's a, a kind of a classic American diner feel to it as well, which is yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So seek them out; they're well worth it. Excellent. It's one of the weird things. Like I think a lot of people that are going over from the UK don't know all the other restaurants that are out there. No, no. You, you There's so many of them as well. You know, I'll mention Perkins again just because we've eaten there a couple of times. We had a takeaway pie which we took to uh, our little gathering. Uh, I never got any of that. Good, isn't it? Oh, we had chocolate, a chocolate silk pie which was really good. We had, uh, let me think what else. Um, IHOP went for breakfast one day which was really good. Yeah, I had an IHOP and um, Perkins as well. So that was good. So yeah, there's, there's plenty of places to eat if you, for, if you want to. For me, part of the hotel deal was that kids ate free in the um, TJ Fridays attached yeah. to the hotel. Yeah. Um, the breakfast was trash. That was horrible. Um, but what it meant was we were getting real nice steak meals mm. and the kids weren't paying for drink, dessert or main. Yeah. Um, so that's coming out quite quite a good deal. That's good. So we went there a couple of times as well. TJ Fridays is quite good anyway. It's a fun oh, yeah. Yeah. Good, good food and that. Good standard. But it's just nice that the kids actually did really eat for free. Mm. Because yeah. most of these places where kids eat free, they're not free. The, the main more, is more expensive for the adult. We went to Perkins on a Tuesday night and Harriet free. And that was, yeah. was no upcharge up for anything else. And again, there's nothing wrong with Perkins. I had, actually, uh, saying that, the first night we went to Perkins and they did this meal. I think it was $6 for meatloaf and mashed potato and stuff. And that was amazing as well. Yeah. Not we bad. went to... We went to on Sand Lake Road and the lady recognised us yeah. and she said, uh, last time it was your birthday, wasn't it? And pointed to one of the girls. Wow. And that wasn't their birthday. We just took a voucher and they all come and sang happy birthday to her with a cake. <laughs> <laughs> just to get some free cookies. Nice. And and that's what I like about Perkins is that the staff seemed to have been there. I mean, she'd worked there 23 years. So they must treat their employees as well as they do treat their customers. Yeah. Yeah. They they The employees are the one we went to, which is at Crossroads. Yes. Um, yeah. They've... I'll I'll say I've never been to Perkins that I'm aware of, but in my mind it conjures up a picture of like going to the Little Chef. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's but not, it's, it's not far yeah, off that. But it's a little bit more market than that. But yeah, it, it is kind of, and it's interesting. They don't sell alcohol in there at all. No. Um, it's a very family friendly place. You know, it's the food's pretty good. 
the police are always expensive. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. That is true. They were there. We were there as well. State yeah. trooper and a sheriff sat having a coffee in the yeah. corner. Uh, the pies are really good, and you can take them away with you if you want to. Um, so it, it kind of, yeah, a little bit little what, chef. But what I like is you can eat off that. any meal. You can eat off any menu: the yeah. breakfast, the lunch, or the dinner Whenever menu. you want to. Yeah, that's true. Any time of the day. Yeah. Excellent. Now. The last thing I want to touch on, well, yeah. was, there, was, there was two things. One was Adam on his Disney Dream, but I think that's going to have to go on to another show. Do we want to do uh, other parks as well? I know it's a Disney show, but um, just quickly, I want to mention uh, Universal. Uh, we went and did mm. um, Hogwarts Express and all that, the Diagon Alley area. Uh, I really enjoyed Gringotts, uh, Escape to Gringotts. I'm probably going to get some hate mail. It's not as good as Forbidden Journey. I was slightly disappointed it wasn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be, but it was still very good. Um, I would I would say if I had to choose, I'd do Forbidden Journey over Gringotts, but the theming and everything is fantastic. Uh, I don't know whether this is an official um, kind of tip or whether it's I was just lucky, but when we arrived, we arrived really early. We got to the park about just after 8 o'clock. We had to queue to get in. Uh, as soon as the park opened, we went straight to Diagon Alley and basically Gringotts had been down all morning for uh, hotel resort guests. Yeah, they were well pleased. Um, so by the time we got there at 9 o'clock, the ride was then up and running and it was already a three-hour queue, right? Yeah. And we were like, well, it's not happening. Not queuing three hours for it. So... Zoe, my mum, and that I said, we'll have a look around Diagon Alley, go and get in the single rider's queue. So I went to get in the single rider's queue, and I was really unsure. I said to the guy, how long is the single rider's? He went, two hours. I was like, there's no way in a million hours. Single rider's going to be two hours. So I thought, I'll risk it. Got in the queue. We sat around for a little while. I, I'm not entirely sure whether the ride was up and running by the time people were queuing, but hey, I missed all of the queue line for uh, Gringotts, so I've got no idea what it's like. But I queued basically 45 minutes to get on Gringotts. Now, I'm still really confused as to how the universal parent swap system works. I'll be honest. I still haven't got a clue how it works. So I got to the front of the line and I said to the guy, how does this parent swap work? Do you give me a ticket for the other people? Because I've got people who are waiting off. Can they come and do it? And he went, really simple. All you need to do is when you get off, tell them to come to the exit with you. They can get straight on. So rather than waiting three hours, we queued 45 minutes for all of us. So I got on, got off the other side, went and grabbed them. We took Harriet with us because he wanted to see what the queue and everything was like. And we got up there and the guy went, yep, you two can go on. And he went, does he want to go on? Because if so, you can all go back on if you want to. And I was like, no, he's not going to go on. He's not going to like this at all. But they got to go straight on after me queuing for 45 minutes in the single rider. So don't, you know, don't take it as gospel. You know, Mm -hmm. risk it if you want to. Go and queue in single rider and then say, I've got a child. I want to do parent swap. And they might let you back on. It might have just been that this guy, Dan, was really quite a nice guy. And he decided to let us do it. Or it could be this policy. I don't know. But what I do know is three of us got in 45 minutes instead of a three-hour queue. Which is mad. When we did um, Forbidden Journey several years ago, we all, as a family, queued up and went around the, the long queue. Yeah. And when you got to the front... Well, Catherine's parents and Imogen went off to one side. Mm-hmm. We went on the ride, and then when we came off, they then swapped over. Swapped over. Yeah. So, um, the Forbidden Journey queue was 20 minutes. It wasn't even that. We didn't even wait. I think most of that 20 minutes was just walking through the queue line. Uh, it was dead at that end because everyone was queuing for that. Hogwarts Express, brilliant. It's so clever. Uh, Could just the you way they do it. see how it works? Uh, yeah, it's quite simple how it works. 
Uh, it's all to do with it's all done with projections. My biggest worry about Universal is I'm not going to call it the Universal Studios Park. I'm going to call it the Universal Screens Park. Because um, my concern with Universal is they found one trick, and they're using it for everything, <laughs> which is big screens, project stuff onto it, make you watch it, and move on. Um, think about all the stuff now at Universal Studios, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the attractions. And I'm not, I'm not a Universal hater at all. Uh, you oh, know. I am, uh, but <laughs> but it's this idea that Spider-Man, you go and watch a few screens, you move on. Despicable Me, you sit in front of a screen. Uh, Transformers, you sit in front of a screen and you move on. Forbidden Journey got lots of screens. Gringotts has got lots of screens. It's the Terminator still there. Terminator still there. Yeah, still you sit there. in front of a screen. Um, you know. Shrek, you sit in front of a screen. Uh, the Mummy has a few screens. Simpsons. In it. The Simpsons, you sit in front of a screen. Men in Black, you don't. And that's one that you don't sit in front of a screen. Else. But there's a lot of attractions where it's you sit in front of a screen, then you move on and sit in front of a screen, and you do this and you do that. And my worry is that they're becoming a bit of a one-trick pony. Now, don't get me wrong, Diagon Alley is amazing. It's, one of the, I think, one of the best themed areas I've ever seen in the theme park. It outweighs Disney by a million to one because of how well it's themed. Uh, and how good it looks. It is phenomenal. Um, the ice cream as well is amazing. It had a sticky toffee pudding ice cream thing, and it was it was amazing. Um, but it worries me they're becoming this one-trick pony, and it's all about sitting in front of the screens these days, and they found a piece of technology that works. Confrontation, apparently they're currently building, is the same idea. It's in front of screens. Um, and it worries me that's the way they're going. And I'll be honest... I enjoyed eating in, in The Simpsons. We went and had, I had a clogger from Christy Berger, which was good. Um, and we were talking about this, and we were, we were saying that if Universal hadn't have got Harry Potter, I think they'd have been in real trouble. And yeah. the reason I say that, and again, not because I'm a hater, but if you look at all of the attractions in the two parks at Universal, more and more of them um, are based on attractions that, are, that nobody knows. People who visit the park, younger people who visit the park, they don't know. Men in Black, E.T., Fievel, uh Woody the Woodpecker, The Mummy. You know, they're all past attractions. They're all, they've all had their day. And I think Universal is, is holding them up a little bit. Uh, Harry Potter is holding Universal up a little bit. Um, and a lot of the other stuff is now very, very old. Um, and there's a lot of updating that needs to happen. Having said that, I still enjoyed my day. We did mostly concentrate on the two areas of, of Harry Potter because my mum had never done them before and really wanted to. But we still enjoyed it. It was still a good day out. Uh, would I go back to Universal if they hadn't updated Harry Potter again next time? No, probably not. But it's more to do with the fact that there is a lot of stuff there that isn't necessarily what Harry would enjoy. And it had been a lot of waiting around for him. Uh, but Harry Potter's amazing. You know, if you've not been, do go and see it. But yeah, that's kind of my overview of Universal. One, one well, of the interesting things you said there, though, yeah. is my brother's just been out to um, Universal. He stopped at the Universal Hotel to yeah. get a special entry to uh-huh. the um, Harry Potter attractions. And first of all, he, he got to the queues very early in the morning. He was standing at the gates, and he was about 20 people in front of him. Yeah. When he got to the ride attraction, um, Gringotts, there was an hour wait. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a secret queue that people get into. That's one thing. And <laughs> um, the other thing is, he hadn't experienced Forbidden Journey before. Yeah. Or Gringotts, obviously. And he said that he preferred Forbidden Journey to Gringotts. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So uh, that's two people's views. I haven't done it, so I can't comment. 
Well, I'm not a Universal hater, and my hotel is closer to Universal than some of the car parks. <laughs> but I didn't bother. It's not my sort of thing. No, it's not. And, and, I've got two girls, and I don't, they're not interested in no, Universal. No, that's not my favourite thing, is it? Um, what was the other thing you wanted to talk about, Alan? The other thing, well, there was the Disney Dream Cruise you went on, which I think we're going to have to yeah, we can move on to the, show the next show for yeah. a while. Um, but yeah, you both went on an exclusive um, hard-ticketed event, um, which was the uh, Dib Meet. <laughs> yeah, the Dib Meet. Yeah, uh, the Disney gathering uh, at Craig's house. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, my planner definitely said Dib Meet. Okay, that's what it was. Then that's fine. I'll explain uh, that. You'd be pleased I, to know. You'd be pleased to know we did discuss two things. One, which was. Um, should you take kids out of school? Uh, and the other one was, is it okay <laughs> to recline your seat? Uh, so we not if you've got one of those um, seat blockers. And I think someone got really cross and threw somebody else in the pool or something, so we, we didn't talk about it for long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The reason it's called the Dibney is, uh, we'll reveal this, is on my planner. It was a dip planner, which I, I actually enjoy, enjoy that planner. Um, that wouldn't let me put meat up, they'd only put Dibney. So that's what we had. <laughs> Uh, no, we had a lovely time. We had it was at Craig's house. There was uh, myself and family, Craig's family, uh, Matthew Clow um, family as well, and, and, my, and uh, me. Uh, well, I said you. I was there. I said you, didn't I? Well, no, Chris's not me. family. Um, and we basically sat around and drank copious amounts of different flavoured Mountain Dew. Loads um, of. We did a dive bomb competition into Craig's <laughs> pool where uh, there was more water. water out of it than there was in it by the time we'd finished. Uh, we had a barbecue and um, Chris had a lovely ice cream birthday cake as well. That's it, which um, I must say um, to my wife and uh, Debbie and I, I believe they organised it between behind my back and um, Craig and that went and got me a birthday cake, which yep. my wife then paid for and uh, also happy birthday to me. Also, Craig, although he does live in... Uh, Orlando still clearly doesn't understand where the Waffle Houses are near his house because he gave me direction to a Waffle House on the way, of which Close. we clearly couldn't find, and we found one that said it was opening soon. Uh, so we just ended up Pop Tarts at his house. It's exactly the same. Yes, nearly the same. Services was just as terrible. The, um, the only the only issue with that day was um, my daughter nearly drowning in the pool. Oh yeah, there was a moment of of I think I'm drowning, <laughs> and we watched Chris and Craig jump in to save her. I I was wedged behind a table, and several of the people I couldn't go anywhere. That's my excuse. But yeah, uh, she she didn't drown. Thank goodness she was fine. No, no, she just panicked. She just panicked. Um, and then we did we did of course FaceTime Alan. Yes, <laughs> we had to. Can several I just times. say that is the worst photograph. Anyone's ever taken it? What were you doing? I noticed. Did you see what I put on Facebook? What I thought you were doing? I can't remember now. Bit of self fellation. Something. Yeah. I'm not affiliated with anyone. You know. You know what that means, don't you? Yeah. Um. (laughs) I've seen the in between his movie. Yes. Um. Anyway, um, moving on. Yeah. (laughs) They 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 decided to FaceTime me, so I went up to my bedroom on my wife's. Our bedroom, I'll say. I'm not. Yes. We're not. I don't. I don't want to give too much information away. Here. Um, <laughs> and I thought well, I'll get to a quiet area so I can hear what they're up to. And every every bit of conversation I had backs them across via FaceTime. What? What was that? I can't hear you. I can't. It's too loud. We're having too much fun here. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it was. And it was a good day, and we did enjoy ourselves. And we we had the uh, how much whipped cream can you fit in your mouth competition, which basically yeah. was Craig just putting it over people's faces. Yeah, yeah. Not just adult kids as well. Yeah, kids as well. Did he film it for later? No. Oh, we filmed some stuff. I can't wait. Yeah. But... 
But no, we had a good I must day. say, thanks to Craig and Debbie, yeah. that was a fantastic day. We don't want to go on too much about it because it's it's kind of a not a Disney thing, and most and people I, won't know what. I would about. also like to say thank you to their daughter, who kept my who kids entertained kids, yeah. for the whole day. But um, yeah, that no, was good. So over and all, uh, all in all, um, getting home. Chris had a few issues getting home. Yeah, yeah. I will say, Sanford, which everyone says, go there, less queues. I yeah. will agree. Yeah. Out, out 55 minutes. Yeah, I must admit, our, um, we oh. we had to circle uh, as we came into land because um, there was a storm over Orlando International Airport that actually closed the airport. Uh, and we were circling for a while, and the captain came over and went, uh, we did uh, estimate that this might happen. Uh, so we put an extra half an hour's worth of fuel into the plane to keep us going. And half an hour later, I'm thinking, right, that we, we've got to be near on empty now. We need to be landing sometime soon. Um, but we got to uh, customs and, uh, and immigration, and the queue was massive because there were about four flights that had been circling to wait to land, and everyone landed together. And we got stuck, which was, it was about an hour through immigration, which wasn't great. But on the other side, after that, it was, it was, it was fine. And for me, coming home, Sanford, as I said, great going there. Only problem was, uh, I had to spend nine hours at the airport for my delayed plane. Yeah. There's not much there to do. No. <laughs> we were lucky we weren't delayed, but for our seven, for seven and a quarter hour flight, three and a half hours of it was turbulence. <sighs> on, the, on the way there, seatbelt signs didn't come on until we were coming to land. Oh, you're all right. Was, first time ever that I've been all the way there only, with a going off when we start and coming back on when we finish excellent but they um, about it did um do you say you had a turbulent flight uh on the way out we kind of hit the carolina coast and it got a bit bumpy on the way back from when we left we had a little bit of turbulence it then calmed down as we came across the atlantic for about three and a half hours we had turbulence and i would say for two and a half hours of that we had to have our seatbelts on it was i'm, I'm, I'm not the best bumpy. player at like even when it's calm. No, I'm not. I'm I'm not too bad, but there were a couple of moments where even I was like, okay, that's that's a bit too much for me. I, I'm 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 not superstitious, but I used to have a watch that had like numbers that would fall down on the watch, like a bit like the Matrix. Yeah. And it used to have a button, and I would get the numbers to go upwards when I was flying, because <laughs> I wanted all the wishes to go the right way. Right. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, I can't fault British Airways; they were fantastic. And you have plenty of in-flight entertainment? Yeah, more than I could possibly want to watch. Except for, I would like to ask BA to please choose their episodes more wisely. I watched an episode of The Big Bang Theory that I hadn't seen before. And uh, in it, uh, they were on an aeroplane during severe turbulence. Um, so that was really kind of them to have put that episode on while I was in severe turbulence. <laughs> so thanks for that. See, for me, I filled the iPad up before I went with um, shipping wars, storage wars... I saw it was Texas and just watched that, and the flight flew by. Yeah. So it's just like Sunday afternoon. You watched hours of blogs opening garages. Oh, <laughs> and, I, and I did watch Save Mr. Banks for the first time. Oh, such a good film. Not when you're on a plane and you're quite emotional. No, that's true. <laughs> on the way home, not a good idea. I'm sobbing, and I think, oh my God, people are going to look and people are saying, are you all right? I'm like, uh, yeah, 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 I'm just watching yeah, this film. <laughs> what sort of plane were you on, Chris? I was on a Dreamliner. What do you think of them? Best plane I've ever been on. There you go. By, by far. They may be having a few problems with them, but I, I cannot say anything negative about it. Fantastic flight. Loads of space. 
What more do you want, really? Yeah. I was lucky enough to get a seat with extra leg room on the way out as well, which did help. Which you could have gave to your wife. No, no, because she's small anyway. She doesn't need it. The only thing is extra legroom seats that turns me away is the fact that um, you get to meet everyone on the plane when they go for a piss order. <laughs> the <poo>. Language. <laughs> Apologies for his language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I almost said the other one, actually. <laughs> yeah, whenever they go for a wee or a poo. Um, that is true. We're hitting, we're coming close to the two hour mark for today's show. So I think we'll, we'll probably... No, no, uh, no, we've got another bit to do yet. No, we've got to finish now. No, no, we have got another bit, haven't right. we? Um, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up now and then uh, we'll we'll see what we can do. Okay, so outro music then. Here it comes. There you go. I like this music. So, oh, let me get me final... Oh, I've broken it now. No, let me get my final page up to say thank you very much for joining us once again. I want to say a massive thank you to Alan and Chris for joining me as always. No problem. Um, Anytime. And of course, we want to say a massive thank you to our sponsors, which is... Um, ooh, what's going on here? My computer's frozen. Orlando Attraction Tickets and, of course, Scooter Vacations. You can go to orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk and scootorlando.com. Uh, don't forget, you can go over to Facebook, like um, our Facebook page and also add comments sort of stuff put over there we've also got uh, our twitter at disneybrit.com and you can email us on radio at disneybrit.com for anything you want to talk to us about review us on itunes and of course you can call us through our number it's 0121 um, that's about it for the show yeah thing, isn't it yeah that's it right me and chris have been talking yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, you've only got a minute of music left, so can you... Right, okay, and we've decided that... Do I need to stop? Hang on, so me... It's about time that you um, did your ice bucket challenge. What, you now? say you've already donated the money, but yeah. we want to see a video of you shivering. What now? Yeah. It's dark outside, you're not going to see me. It's all right, you can do it in your front room. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Just <laughs> You want me to do it now? Yeah. Now. I think now is the best time to do it. Yeah. Um, right. I want to hear it being done. Get Zoe involved. Well, free. Just we, we may have already messaged you. You've already messed. Is she in on this? She she might be. <sighs> right, hang on. Let me add myself into this call. Uh, I'm just going to read a, uh, a Facebook message that I sent to you earlier this week, Adam. Hang on a second. Let me let me change over from one to the other. Right, it's just ringing my phone. Here we go. Answer, answer. I think someone's ringing you. Can you hear me? Oh, hello. Um, I wonder if you're interested. I've got some PPI claim uh, resulted in the past for you. Right. I'm on my mobile phone. I'm heading outside. Is she in? Um, and, hello. Have you been on this ice bucket challenge thing? Right. Hang on. We're going downstairs now. So, so um, I sent Adam outside. a message earlier this week to see if he was, um, if he was back at work. No. Well, okay. Hang on then. So, I'm going outside. I'm being followed. <laughs> I think she's got a mobile phone on her. Yeah, oh, she's going to record something. Right. Uh, apparently, I'm, I'm going out into the garden. It's pitch black out here. Is it, it oh, we don't care. Thing. Just get the feeling. Right, okay. oh, the bucket's there. <laughs> <laughs> so kind to me. Oh, we love you, really. You love me? Right, okay. Um... Let me just put my hand in the water. <gasps> it's actually freezing cold. Okay. Right. Are you filming this for Facebook? Harry's going to film it for Facebook. Right, okay. Okay, so um, 
you have to I have to say thank you to the seven people who nominated me then. Um, I don't know all of them. Roz and James Dawson, Lizzie Hewitt, Alan Matthews, Alan Hooper, Craig Duncan, um, and I've got to sit down on a chair, apparently. <laughs> so I'm going to nominate... Uh, I'm nominating anyone who's listening to Joe right now who hasn't done it yet. <laughs> Is that fair enough? Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Everyone's done it. Down. So. Right, find out on the table. Right, you ready? Okay. Oh, Zoe wants the pleasure of being a hotel. Right, here we go. Oh, no, this isn't funny. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go. Who's pushing the buttons? So he's got a wicked laugh, hasn't she? Every single one of you. That was Harry. Well, I'm guessing that's the end of the show then. I'm absolutely right. Well, when you've dried off, if you could nip upstairs and push stop, because I think we've finished the show. I'm going back upstairs. Hang on a second. Right. Wet. I'm soaking wet. Yeah, I'm coming back upstairs. To my computer. Right, hang on a second. <laughs> I am soaked, boys. <laughs> right. I like to get you wet. Right, I've put my headphones back on. Right, I'm actually shivering on that cold. Here we go. Right, outro music. How professional are you? <laughs> I'm drenched. I'm dripping everywhere. There's water going everywhere. It could be something else. <laughs> Honestly, I've, that was so cold. I've got to say, when I did mine, yeah. I went back in the house with a towel. Yeah. I was taking my clothes off as quick as I could because I was soaking, freezing cold, and I just left everyone else to clear no, the mess. I'm doing yeah, that. I've done the same. I'm doing that now. I'm actually standing here freezing. I know we've got the webcam on, we can see you. Is this where we yeah. find out? Did we get it on video? Oh, no. I've just found out that Harry missed it. Oh. I'm not doing oh, it again. Good. It's yeah. not happening. <laughs> right. Um, we've said all the goodbyes. He's got most of it, so that's fine. Right. Yeah, I'm going to say goodbye, water. and I'm going to turn the music up, and I'm getting in the shower. See you later. Bye. Bye. Everybody, <laughs> that was swell.